This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, this is Rob Maji, and you're listening to Our Lifestyle Podcast. Yo, yo, as we get started, we want to thank our title sponsor, Scraping the Coast. You can visit scrapingthecoast.com for more information. Their next event, 22nd Annual, is going to be the last weekend in June. They haven't yet announced it for 2024, but rest assured, we will be out there. One of the biggest, baddest shows in the country. Get ready for more information coming soon on Scraping the Coast. Tap on the hashtag Scraping the Coast for more information. We appreciate the continued support of Custom Car Show Productions. Yo, 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 yo. It's ODB from OLP, your mini trucking headquarters. We're back with episode 345, and we've got a special episode. We've got the West Coast Legends. Fosum is in the building, so we'll get to that audio. If you saw the thumbnail, you see that this is a Black Friday episode, but we're also going to run Fosum's audio. So if you're new to the podcast, please consider subscribing. Hang with us a little bit, and we'll get to the West Coast Legends Fosum. But first, Miggity Mike the Mayor, he's out like Hollywood Mike Miranda was in Rad. And was that Skiz out the body that I heard just a moment ago? What's going on, sir? Maybe we need to do a wellness check on old on old uh, the mayor. Dude, we may have to because we've been – I know I've paged him maybe like six or seven times on the Sky pager he's got with him, and he's not okay. hes not texting back, dude. Oh, uh, you hit him up on the beeper and you got nothing? Nothing, dude, and I did a 911 after it. Maybe um, maybe I'll type him up a message on an email on Street Source or something, see if we can round him up. Yeah, he might be in the chat right now. There you go, for sure. Dude, episode 345, you've got so much to talk about. Like I said, we're going to talk Black Friday, but we're also going to get to something near and dear to my heart, which is hip-hop. And again, West Coast Legends group, uh, the West Coast Legendary group, Fosum, they joined the show. They talk about who they almost had the opportunity to sign with. And something happened. They talk about that story, but they talk about how they got together. And trust me, whether you like hip-hop or not, you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, Scott, the, o- the overview of this episode is brought to you by Hammered Weekend Wear, and you know a little bit about Hammered. I know a little bit about it. I uh, didn't, didn't my wife just get something? She just got like some kind of alert or some green tea, white tea shots or something like that with that? Yeah, and it's H-A-M-M-E-R-D. Weekendwear.com. Hammeredweekendwear.com. And they're good people, so go out there and support them. We'll be talking about them a little bit more uh, this episode, but dude, the general updates, man. I just gotta ask you, how have you been, dude? Since maybe the last time we got to kick it was cruising for cruisers. Cruising was cruising. It was great, man. I had a blast up there. Um, you know, we uh, it's been good. We just been working and uh, you know doing the thing and trying to get the trucks all cleaned up and it gets some stuff tuned up and tweaked up for that. Uh, what is it? The, E G B G G G D L G B D Q show or something? Yeah, in Destination <laughs> Daytona, which is in Ormond Beach. Say that ten times yeah. fast. But 
Ormond Beach, what is it, uh, January 13th through the 15th? I think so. And, I mean, Mike's going to get really ticked if I don't get it right because, you know, he he often will, you know, send me threatening messages, you know. And I said, Mike, who's threatening who here? But he always tells me it's eastbound getdownshow.com, just how it sounds. And when you go so out I there. Did, I did mess it up too. Yeah, the date you did, uh, right? January 12th through the 14th. Yeah, 12th apparently. through the 14th. And I was trying to get him on earlier to talk Black Friday and whatnot, but again, he didn't respond to the pages. Uh, I think the pre-registration ends. If I remember, the website says November 30th, but I think in social media he's been saying 12-1. So, you know, whether it's midnight, the 30th, you know, going into the 1st or whatever, we're not here to slice and dice this episode, but we just know that pre-registration is going to end soon. And, Scott, I heard that it's been going pretty well for him and John and team. Yeah, I think they're doing well. I, I even heard there was maybe going to be a uh, Bring the Bing sighting. It's just a rumor on the streets. I don't know if that's true or not. Can you can you confirm or deny this rumor, sir? I've seen a lot more activity with the government talking about the UFOs and things like that. And maybe even them saying that they've seen, you know, some of the sightings. So, like you said, I think one of the the UFOs is codenamed Bing. So we'll have to kind of see how that all pans out. Heck yeah! Now, dude. So here's the other thing that I was gonna tell everyone. You know, kind of general updates. Now we we we're gonna talk just in a little bit about Black Friday, like as in depth as we can get, but. What I'm going to do is, Scott, we've got, you know, OLP, we've got something brewing for Black Friday, you know, Thanksgiving, all of that good stuff. And what I would tell everyone is you want to visit. So, you, you know, day one listeners, you guys are going to hear this on on the uh, Black Friday, technically. Uh, some of you guys listen overnight and uh, others will hear it maybe throughout the week, hopefully. But if you see this in social media or if you hear this, you know, a lot of people say, hey, man, how do I support the cause? The number one thing you can do for us, we give away this show eight and a half years now, going on eight and a half, going on nine. But the number one thing you can do is visit ourlifestylepodcast.com and order some merchandise. Uh, with us doing, not this episode's not in video. We recently announced that we're going to start doing video episodes. We had Jeff Devious uh, from Devious Customs last episode. That was a video episode on YouTube. You know, to do the streaming, to have the website set up, you know, to pay the podcast hosting, you know, all of that cost money. And typically the money that we make back from merch, that all goes back into allowing us to do those things. So if you can, check us out, ourlifestylepodcast.com, buy some merch. But Scott, 11-23-1993. Do you have any idea where you were, man? 11-23-1993. Yep. I don't know. It feels like I was at, at the, uh, ooh, what would the name of that place be called? The record store buying like the Chronic album or something. Dude, almost. That was 11 months prior at Miggity Mike the Born Day. Miggity Mike the Mayor's Born Day, 12-15-9-deuce, right? Uh, this oh, is, that's right. This that is, is his homie, day, yeah. The, the, the homie that's been down from day one. Now, here's the ironic thing. It's ironic. She had the booze. I had the chronic. The Lakers beat the Supersonics. Almost like that, but check this out. You can't make this up, right? So I love Snoop. I love Dre. Mike was born on the day that the chronic released on 1215. 
I was born on the day 1123 that Doggy Style released. You, I mean, you can't make this stuff up, dude. It's like it was meant to be. Yeah, and you almost got it right because back in Nine Trey, 30 years ago, uh, this Thanksgiving, so day one listeners a day prior, the classic Doggy Style dropped. And uh, undoubtedly, I mean, it was crazy. It was a one-two punch because, you know, you have the 187 track come out April 92. You have the chronic oh. drop in December 9, uh, 92. You remember the buzz over that. I mean, everybody wanted hydros. It just was like a West Coast classic, really, that that's just stemmed into an all-time classic. And then not even a year later, Doggy Style was technically supposed to come out in September. Dre works on it even more, pushes it back. Uh, the the record stores that you know that order the stuff they threaten to cancel the orders if they couldn't get it for the Christmas holiday season. Boom! It comes out on eleven twenty three, and the rest is history. So you know we got to pay homage to to Snoop's all time classic. Oh, absolutely! I mean, like you said, that West Coast West Coast movement definitely put everybody putting hydros on some of their stuff. I mean, it 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 definitely influenced me to put hydros on on my first vehicle that I juiced. Yeah, so, people people sure. may not know this about Scotty the Body. Uh, you you know been running in different circles for thirty plus, and uh, you used to be you know like a car guy. Like we know Eddie Gordy, right? You know, it's no stranger. You know, he talks about some of his early infancy days uh, in the lowrider kind of scene, right? But you also have some of those early beginnings as well, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've. I ran a chapter with New Movement up in uh, Daytona Beach, and um, you know, even from that, you know, we built a bunch of uh, juice stuff, and then had a bunch of lowered stuff, and was in Desirable Minis and all that fun stuff. So, definitely been doing the thing for a while. Yeah, you're not a one-hit wonder like we've seen from other people. You know what I mean? <laughs> but be I mean, no comment. Right. Exactly. So. But, but check this out. If you look at your text, you'll see that what we're basically doing, something I've wanted to do for a long time, and I had this idea conjured up five years ago, but I said, you know what? Let's not hit it for the 25th anniversary. Let's wait for the 30th. Let's let it brew a little bit more. And what we've done is we've dropped uh, Cliff's truck, uh, Cliff Josie, no stranger to OLP. Uh, what we've done is we've taken that famous – doggy style cover art that uh, mm-hmm. was made famous from Joe Cool, uh, which is fam to Snoop back in Nine Tray. And what we've done is we've commissioned um, to pay homage uh, through graphic disorder. Uh, of course, Eric and team and, you know, Brand is the owner with Shelly. Of course, one of his top guns, Eric at Hidden Hot Rod Art, that's uh, they're one of their top employees, in my opinion. They came through for us, yep. dude. And, I mean, you check it out. You're seeing it for the first time. Only Mike and I have seen it other than Graphic Disorder. Nobody's seen it. Cliff hasn't seen it. Uh, what do you think, man? <laughs> I think you sent me the wrong thing. Why, do you, why is this smut fest? You have oh, no shirt shit. on. Hold on. Hold on. Over. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Hold on. D- delete that. I'll, I'll edit all that out. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, that's okay. gone now, oh. right? Oh, here it, here it is. Here oh, it okay. is. I got it. Oh, that thing is awesome, man. That's awesome. Congratulations. Dude, we what we did is we took the Toyota cat or extra cab, you know, because Mike calls them all extended cabs. I go, Mike, it's not they're not all extended cabs, but we got a yellow extra cab. We've got the oh. wall instead of saying doggy style, it says our lifestyle. Boom, and then you got a little bit of graffiti there. Boom with podcast. 
Now, here's the other nod. So you got Cliff's truck. If you look at the original doggy style artwork, again, by Joe Cool, you've got this yellow doghouse with a red roof. Snoop's on it. Mm-hmm. Here, what we did, the whole concept, the way this kind of came in, it probably came into my head one of those years that we were, I was kind of maybe half nodding out on the way to LST when you were kind of in the back of the van. Uh, and oh, man. <laughs> what we've done is instead of the yellow doghouse, we've got Cliff Josie's extra cab looking fire sitting in that grass. And I think that we, all the grass, that's yeah. a nod to Snoop Dogg, right? All the grass, dude, all the grass and check out what the dog bowl says. It doesn't say D O double G does it? No, it says M I N to the I S dude, my man. And the little rat, he plays a part on this one. And for anybody that's going to check it out is going to like it. Um, I'm going to leave that little tidbit in case you haven't seen it. Check us out on social media right now. Uh, at our lifestyle podcast on Facebook or Instagram, do me a favor, go place an order. It helps us a lot. It's the fourth quarter. Um, you've got the option of a banner, a shirt, a tank top. We also have the super soft shirts. They're known as LAT. I call them super soft. It just makes more sense to me. You've got red and black options on the shirt. That's pre-sale only. We're only going to stock black. We're also going to have the banners sticker packs on an all-time low sales price so you get the full artwork on the sticker you get just the truck again cliff josie's awesome extra cab and then you get the front logo which is also going to be kind of that art lifestyle in that classic doggy style brick wall if you will but i think at the end of the day I was I this was on the list a long time Scott and it's cool to hear the feedback from you because again nobody's really seen it and I figured why not tip our cap to Snoop to Joe Cool Death Row Records 30 years ago we grew up in the same era dude and I think hopefully it will resonate well with all the kinfolk out there Okay yeah, my only question is you know for me does it does it come in a tank top on the pre-order Yeah we've got the Hollywood Hogan deals for you um, and we've got them. Um, what we're going to do, um, Shannon and Mr. Mayor, they have basically agreed that they're going to start doing the scissor cut right for you, just a little cut right at the top, because they know you kind of do the Hulkamaniac slash David Banner going into the Lou Ferrigno deal. You know what I'm saying? Because we've seen you at shows come unglued. And you basically more, you will definitely sell more shirts if they start ripping while you're, while right. you're wearing, wearing them off. But I think I think if I start ripping my shirt off, my wife's not going to be happy with me. So yeah, but see, we we're doing do that. See, we're doing it to like help Jenna Lee's. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we know that you guys are kind of lovebirds. You know what I'm saying? And she, you know, oh, she sure. apparently is a big Hollywood Hogan fan. She used to love when he would rip his shirt off. So you know, we're trying to kind of help you out, man. We're ripping shirts off for charity now. Right. Right. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I don't know where we're going with this, but here's the thing. If a sh- I mean, Jenna Lee's has booking deals now, right? I mean, we're not, do- she can't do this for free. My understanding right. is she's willing to cut a track. Can we say anything about the EBGD deal or are we still on the NDA where we can't talk about it? Oh, it's written. It just needs to be uh, performed and produced cool. and put together. So it's it's all done. Uh, she has the whole, the whole track laid down. She's just, uh, they're in the works right now. Just making sure that we get the, uh, you know, she gets those, uh, royalties. royalties. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, because she can't be doing this stuff for free. So other shows, like a Lone Star Throwdown, like a Scraping the Coast, like a Mini Nats that's coming up, 30th anniversary in April, they've got to get with Scott and really Jenna Lease, right? She's over there. She's the attorney at law. And oh yeah, she's the brains of the of the of the songwriting. I just help out when she gets a little stuck. Yeah, kind of like you know she's willing to do a Britney Spears and kind of lay down a track, but you got to get with her, right? And she'll cut she'll cut the lyrics that tie right into the show. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it. Well, listen, everyone, check out ourlifestylepodcast.com. Show us some love. Show Cliff Josie some love. The Pacific Northwest has been fantastic for us. Shout out to so many great people up there. Matt Weathers, Jiz F from Mini Garage, and uh, so many of the all-time greats up there. Uh, and I, I just can't thank you guys enough for all the support throughout the years. And, um, you know, let's come through for Cliff. He's a good dude. And... Um, I want to give one more shout out. Of course, I can't forget Brian Marshall, one of the big homies. You know, these guys, and there's so many more up there. Craig Braid, Rizon, Piz, Erkins, his, Ain't Norris, all of the kinfolk. Uh, we can't thank you guys enough for all the support over the years. And, um, you know, let's show some love again to the big homie, Cliff Josie. And he doesn't even know about this because guess what? That's how close, Scott, we got to keep things to the vest here because we've got people trying to tap our houses. We got fake telephone guys coming here trying to say, hey, can we get in? We got a call that your phone's out. I said, hold on, I don't even have a home phone. That's how we're trying to get infiltrated by the mini truck police, Scott. So, no, for sure. I, you've already, um, I just got an alert on my phone that said that we were, uh, that this message was going to self destruct in like 10 seconds. Yep. So, yep. It's exactly. already gone. I can't even see it anymore. You right. unsent it. Right. I unsent it. Yeah. Exactly. Because we're on like what WhatsApp or something. I mean, we, we've got to be all encrypted over here, Scott. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. You know, you, know, you don't want the, the, the man to be bearing down on you. Right. The general updates is brought to you by Rose Metalworks slash spreading the love. Scott, you see all the great stuff that Sean Rose and David Magotti, they're out there doing, they're out there hustling. You couldn't ask for a better ones and guys on the ones and twos out there just doing the damn thing no those guys do great work they do great work for charity sean rose does amazing work and you know go out and support him he's got shirts and stuff for sale too you guys need to support him too if you can real deal now listen i was getting ready to ask you a question but you know what why don't we do this is there any way you think we could call hollywood you talk about the hollywood hulk hogan Let's talk about Hollywood J. Church. Maybe we could get him on the phone just for a good word for a minute. Sounds like a plan. You dial him up. Yo, Hollywood Yo. Church, is that you? It's me. How are you? Good. How Excellent. Are you? How about yourself? Good. I'm about to pull this big boat into the garage. Excellent. We got you at a good time because we wanted to ask you a couple things, doggy. Number one, how What's how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Hey, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little cameo on the line. Uh, Cameron, say hi. Hey, what's up, buddy? That's, what's up, Cameron? That's the little guy. Cameron going top ropes on you, Hollywood. That's uh, that's the little son, Cameron. Yeah, we're pulling uh, pulling a little Cadillac in the garage, getting ready for Daytona this weekend. Excellent. Hey, I wanted to ask you something. Uh, one of our favorite wheel companies. They just um, got you all squared away. Why don't you give them a huge shout-out, Michael and team? Yeah, so uh, Colorado Customs, awesome work on the uh, the Cadillac and 
was doing an amazing job with uh, everything they did with uh, with the wheels and, and the custom cut uh, center caps and, and everything. They yeah. just uh, knocked it square out of the park. Yeah, we always tell people uh, ColoradoCustom.com, and when you go to all wheels, you can go to the premium wheels. And, of course, I'm a Lincoln guy. There's no static. Jay is a caddy guy. They've got the Lincoln replica. They've got the caddy wheels. And you know that polish always looks fantastic on those Colorado Custom wheels. They almost look like chrome. It's uh, it's truly amazing beyond beyond a shadow of a doubt. Um, you know, we had Colorado Customs on uh, True Blue, the, uh, the the truck that I had that was on the cover of street trucks. Yep. And uh, pretty pretty awesome. We're gonna air this thing out. The little guys pressing the switches right now. Dude, I'm liking so, this update, Scott. I mean, we literally got the guy that lives and breathes automotive Americana, hardcore American dude, right? A Leo. Uh, law enforcement officer, but I, I got to ask you this, Jay. Uh, I wanted to call you last episode. I didn't get a chance. Uh, I had Jeff Davy on, and Jeff announced, you know, a year ago he went through this big transition, uh, some kind of health stuff. I hope that people will go back and listen to that episode. But you know, he talked about not uh, drinking alcohol anymore, and I know you and I didn't even know we're in different spaces, but we ended up kind of on the same path. Um, any words of encouragement that you'd have for anyone out there or how things are going for you? Yes. Um, it's, it's absolutely incredible that, uh, it's been five months, uh, going on six, December will be uh, six months sober. Um, it's, uh, it's insane. It's, it's a, it's a road. It's a road to something that I never thought I'd be able to do. Um, and really, really have had no, uh, um, no, no thoughts of turning back really no thoughts of, uh, drinking. Actually, I think I sent you a picture, um, a bottle of Blanton sitting on the, on the table. Uh, a friend of mine gave it to me for, uh, getting a promotion, going to a different unit and yeah, it's still sitting there, you know, uncracked, unopened. Uh, but yeah, you know, we, we, we drink our, uh, we, we drink our, um, uh, the, uh, the water, our uh, our aluminum can water, our liquid yeah, death. Your liquid death, yeah. We love it. We love it, right? So, Why didn't we come up with that you know, idea, Scott? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, Canned water. I don't know, man. We just, you know, we're going to put water in a can. Forget that bottle stuff. We're saving the planet. Yeah, we'll recycle saving, but, I think Budweiser did it a long time ago, didn't they? Yeah, I and, think they probably did. Uh, they were did. giving it away for free during a hurricane. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because you've been involved in a lot of that kind of first responder stuff. I know in the in the past you would did you even work at some of the Daytona deals for some of the law enforcement stuff? Yes, yes. Uh, me and uh, old Jason uh, from Lobros, um, he was Dinner. doing security out there. Yep. Yes, yes. Uh, that's where uh, honestly I met him at. Um, you know, outside of the whole car stuff. But I seen him one day. He had his truck parked and back when it was green, and I ran into him. I was doing the canine thing and uh, was out there and you did the Daytona stuff and doing the races, they Coke Zero, the Daytona 500. And, you know, that's it's always fun. You know, 21 years in February. Wow. So, yeah, that's yeah, great. Long, Congratulations. Long time. It's, it's funny because uh, uh, Donnie Brasco, you know, right when I was getting into uh, Donnie Yearwood, um, the Prince, you know, he, he and I, <laughs> go way back, you know, him, me, Lincoln, Tom, you know, the whole yep. nine yards. But, uh, you know, I'll never forget when I was working in Cocoa Beach, 
as a cop sitting in the parking lot right across the street from Ron John's, you know, he and I talking about me joining negative camber. And it was funny because that was 2004 and I was still with Cocoa beach before I switched to the sheriff's office. So, I mean, that was a long time ago, but yeah, it's a long journey, but yeah, sober, sober free. It's great. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely a, a journey. Um, five months going on six, December 10th will be six months. I think we're like our anniversary dates the same. Um, I think you're I'm the 11th, the right? 11th. Yeah. It was crazy. And it was just like yeah. how ironic I was. I took last, last year I took my car to Jimmy's running customs. I'd been on the list a while. We came back, we stopped at Ford's garage on that December 10th and I had a brew and the next morning I was just like, Hey, I'm going to take a break. And then, you know, you know how that just goes from there. But, um, yeah, you know, shout out to all the Leos out there. I know you guys are out there hustling, putting your lives on the line. I know you've had a lot going on, um, but I see you out there biking and doing all that stuff. And I would tell people, go back and listen on uh, Podbean to episode 147 with uh, NC Hollywood. Well, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, and get, hey, it, get, tell everyone your caddy page so they can go follow it. Yeah, so uh, Caddy Life, um, you know, we have a little competition, uh, me and uh, me and ODB, um, yeah. you know, he's he runs the uh, Lincoln Attic page, and uh, we created the uh, Caddy Life page, and uh, we just hit 5,000 followers the other day, um, we post, uh, we post all Cadillacs all the time, um, no matter what year, sometimes we post the new stuff, uh, very rarely, uh, we just posted... Um, the uh, the badass Cadillac SUV that was done up by Jimmy's Hot Rods and Customs right. um, just just recently, but no, everything we normally do is uh, 50s and 60s, um, and it's uh, at Caddy Life um, is is the uh, is the, the, is handle, the user username the, yep. the handle and uh, you know hit us up send us message uh, if you want us to post your Cadillac and you know that's that's us so. And if, we you just, said, uh, we just if you send if you send nudes, only females, right? Only females. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> just right. kidding. Unless uh, unless it's Scott, and uh, <laughs> I think they automatically get blocked. Oh, right, right. C a d d y c a d d y life l i f e. Follow it. Uh, show show yes. Jay some love. Uh, again, first responder, good dude. And again, Colorado Custom Wheels, man. Check out his uh, personal Instagram. It's what Hollywood Hollywood underscore Church. You can yes, check, that's it. You can check out the new video, including is it Diamondback uh, tires? Yeah, Diamondback. Diamondback tires. Yeah, yeah. Rusty uh, over at Diamondback hooked it up. Oh yeah. Um, got got a little sponsorship going on with Diamondback in Colorado uh, for the for the little uh, rebuild of the Cadillac to kind of freshen it up. So um, hopefully we can uh, drive around Daytona, Turkey Rod, me and uh, Scotty the Body, and and hang out, and have a good time. That's right. We'll be out there Friday afternoon. Yes, sir. And Saturday. Well, I hope to see you guys out there. Jay, thanks for taking a minute. Keep the caddy on hey, the yes, rise, sir. and we'll see you soon. You guys be good. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Be good. All right, Jay. Talk All to right. you later, brother. Right. See you, man. Negative camera for life. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> you got to get it in. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find a, a better guy. And I know, Scott, like some guys would say you, but, you know, when we really slice and dice it, you know, Hollywood, he's hard to top that guy. No, he's good people, man. He'll give you the shirt off his back. You know, if you, you take care of him, he'll take care of you. That's for sure. Dizzo, his o mizzo, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no his o mizzo, his o. Exactly. Fizzo. 
So, yeah. Scott, I got one question for Ooh. you. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Now it's time to get serious. <laughs> I don't know. This goes, this goes into Mike's binder, right? If well, I get it if you, wrong? If you get it right, you get, you know, because I got the key to the binder here. I finally got yours out. I've got kind of the stamps Ooh. going in the one folder and all that. But um, let's be serious. Your binder is more like a trapper keeper, I'm sure. Right. Oh, it, it probably is. has like surf style on the front of it or it, something. It does. It does. And I've got some <laughs> stickers from like maybe third grade on it, you know. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so this one's kind of a multi deal because, you know, the, the fans and the great listeners out there, I want to thank them. You know, we, we know they're out there hustling just like we do for our daily job, but they're out there maybe driving or, you know, hammering on something. They've got their headphones. Uh, if you really want to be old school, you say earphones. You may have to get, get you know, you got your earphones on, you know. Like oh, the yeah, the Walkmans. earphones listening to your Walkman. Walkman, yeah, exactly. So this one's got, a, a, this one is going to be a Christmas, because let's face it, we're kind of in the holiday season, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, we're right there. Now, this week, we're not going to talk about um, the Christmas movie Die Hard, but we will soon because, I mean, that is a Christmas movie. I agree, 100%. It happens during Christmas. There's Christmas trees in it. It's a Christmas movie. And Move if, we, on. if we've got to wrestle Mike to the ground, we w- we've already said we will. We'll wrestle him to the oh, ground. I'm, I'm in. Right. I'm in. Let's do it. So a Christmas story, the all-time classic I- – I doubt Mike's even seen it. So number one is what does Ralphie want for Christmas? Oh, you know, it's funny that I'm not sure I've actually, I've seen a lot of Christmas movies. I'm not sure I've seen, well, that's the Christmas story. Yeah. Wait, Wait. no, man. Are you just messing around? (laughs) I I don't know. Actually, I haven't seen that one. I'm guessing Ralphie wants, I don't know, tacos. (laughs) No, <laughs> dude. He wants. He wants. Th- the, the, what, what, he wants the golden ticket. No, well, you you think like Joey Whitby over in Arizona is kind of slamming slamming the, the his head on the dashboard right now of hard taco. <laughs> he might be. He yeah. might be like, how come you? My wife's gonna be so mad at me because I don't actually. I don't think we've actually seen that. That's the old, old, old movie, right? I mean, we're talking 80s, but it feels like it's older. That's the crazy thing. See, and, you know, this is why we do this, because we want to get down to the nuts and bolts of kind of, you know, who's seen what, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, that really plays a big part of your, you know, your yearly, um, you know, we, we, we kind of do what's it called a, a yearly assessment on, on each of our people, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. And it sounds like it's a cult classic for sure. <laughs> oh, it's more than that. <laughs> it, it, it came out in the good old year of 1983. Really? I would have guessed it was older than that. Yeah, and I should have I should have posted this on the on the uh, anniversary, but it was 11 uh, November 18th, 1983. I mean, what a good year, dude. I remember I remember right where I was that day, and man, I was getting ready uh, for my born day, and I think I was playing some twenty six hundred, if I remember correctly, playing um, Pitfall that day, and uh, it was a good one. Pitfall, but, oh man! So get this, Ralphie. I know all the listeners; the majority of them are going to know he wanted a Red Rider BB gun. Oh um, yeah, he did want that that BB gun. I forgot yeah. about that. So now, now you're going to force me because it's not going to be fun. I'm going to have to come up with uh, uh, another question. So I'm going to have to think about this off the top of my head. See, Mike's never, 
Mike, Mike's never had the, you know, he's never spun this around this way. So well, Mike usually, usually, you know, he's automatically going to get the question wrong no matter what. I forget what I, I, I had a, I had a movie I was going to pick. I think it was going to be like Poltergeist or something. And I was just throwing that out there. That was going to be my answer for everything. But then you said Christmas and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I got, I got the movie though. Right. Uh, yeah, kind of. I don't, I don't know. Kinda. I mean, you got me so spun out here. So that, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this question though. Um, uh-huh. cousin Eddie is, so let's, let's jump over to Christmas vacation. Cause I know you and Jerry's, <laughs> you guys are, you guys are players for this one. I mean, we're all in on this one, right? All right. All right. I got gotcha. you. Cousin gotcha. Eddie shows up with no money and the kids in tow. What did they arrive yep. in? Oh, motorhome, man. Boom, dude. Yeah. So there the you go. Full. So tick mark <laughs> d- deducted for Mike on question one. Uh, a tick mark in Scotty the Body's binder for question two. So thank God there was a second question. Is there a third one? I got the answer to that. If it's about that movie, probably. Yes. So the next question is: When the Griswolds go hunting for a Christmas tree, what does Clark forget to bring with them? Oh, chainsaw. Mm, close. A, a saw. Yeah. So I had to. I had to a go saw. over to the officials over here, sitting over in the in the corner. And I had to look over them, and they said no go. So we can't we can't give you that one because we've got them listening in at all times and kind of playing the official deal here. I think I answered that one too quickly because I got like distracted by the other one. Was it Jingle All the Way where he had to cut it down by hand, and then Danny DeVito cut his with the chainsaw, and then burned down all of their trees. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is good times. Now mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, what did Nora do with her turkey at the family dinner? What did she that's do a tough, with it? That's a tough one. Yeah. And didn't she stab it and it like deflated? <laughs> yeah, she stirred the turkey in water to add some, but to add some moisture. Because <laughs> don't forget, Clark was getting ready they... to carve the turkey at the dinner table. He complimented Catherine on how good the bird looked. But Clark started to carve the turkey, and it popped open, and there was nothing there but steam like, and bones, dude. Now, Jenna Lee, my understanding is she's a good cook, and she would never do something like that. No, she cooks excellent, but unfortunately, the turkey and stuff is my job. We usually smoke it, though. How do you yeah. cook your turkey, Jason? Well, my mother-in-law, she always cooks it in the oven, but one of the years, we did take uh, the deep fryer that I have, and we deep fried one. Now, the worst thing Ooh. I did, I was so worried about starting a fire. I was like, well, I don't want to get it. Everyone's like, you get it too hot. You're going to start a fire. Don't have it by the house. All this. I must. It took me forever because I didn't have the oil hot enough. And then finally, when I got the oil like piping all the way up, that's right. when I was able to cook that bad boy. Well, so, most people the mistake they make with that is the turkey. You can't cook like a seventeen pound turkey in the fryer. You've got to do like a thirteen pound turkey. That's probably what I did too, because I had it like, yeah. dude. It was like we had to we had to get a little hammer and kind of jam it down in there because it was so big. Yeah, the turkey was too big, and then all yeah, you just the, make two small ones. The hot oil was all boiling out onto the ground, and there was like little <laughs> fire deals going, and someone <laughs> threw a cigarette, and I said, "Get away!" And it was it was a crazy deal. People thought we was were it Mike to, with the Camel Joes, the Camel Joes, and Miz or his hose. Um, <laughs> so the, the trivia with 
Scotty the Body this week is brought to you by our family at The Spark Show. Every August, thesparksshow.com up in Silverville, Tennessee. Scott, you've been to the show. You love it, and you know it's a good one, right? Absolutely. Absolutely good people. They uh, they put on a good show. They had that pre-party at the uh, at the brewery that you didn't drink at. That's and, right. Um, you know, it was a good time. It was a good time, good food, good people. You know, when you, anytime you can pack 10 trucks into a, into a brewery and everybody gets to hang out and talk and hang out for three or four hours, have a good time, it's a good time for me. Real deal, Holyfield. Uh, next up, we got ODB Live and Uncut. And this one's quick this week. You know, last week I talked about something personal to me. Jeff's uh, shared even a more personal story about his venture through life now without drinking alcohol. Of course, Jay, um, you know, mentioned that as well. So I would just ask, you know, what did you get from that? Um, some of you, Hey, you know, maybe you don't need to make change. Right. And that's fine. Um, I know for me, there's some change I want to make just even going forward with other things in life. And, um, Jeff Davey, who we had on, I won't read the whole thing, but he had received uh, a message from someone. And this person said, as a 45-year-old male who drinks damn near daily and coming across this video in my feed shakes me to the core, I followed Devious Customs a few years ago when I purchased my 65 Lincoln. I work a high-stress job and, in general, just a high-stress kind of person. The video really makes me think, uh, makes me want to do something about my problem. I applaud you, Jeff, for your sincerity and transparency. So that's kind of part of it. But I think, Scott, that's one thing I've learned as I got older. Anytime I have a challenge, whether it's a, you know, a breakdown in terms of a car, truck, uh, you know, we've all faced adversities. You know, you're state to state, you're having trailer issues, maybe you're having, you know, other health challenges or whatever. But I think the first thing is just kind of addressing the concern and kind of going, hey, how do I get through it? Yeah, for sure. And you know, lean on, lean on the people that support you, you know, and everything will, everything will work out. You just got to, uh, there's people that want to help and, you know, there's people that are willing to help you. The biggest thing is you got to be willing to help yourself and anybody will pretty much anybody that's seen will do anything for you. Yeah. And you know, I tell people all the time, um, you know, folks will go out on Facebook and they'll kind of post stuff and I'm going through some, through some things. And my feedback to everybody is, you know, Hey, like, like, Scott just said, reach out to other people. I'll make time if somebody goes, man, I'm going through some really hard times. You know, I need to get somebody's advice. This is where I'm at in life. You know, people will make time to, to try to help you through a tough situation. And just know things can always get better. I've seen people, you know, pretty much destitute be able to rebound, you know, people that have lost their house and their cars and had bad credit issues. Like everything is I don't want to say you can't fix everything. I don't want to say that, but you know, for the most part, you know, challenges in life, you can you can get through them. Um, ODB live in a cut brought to you by our kinfolk, Joey Dilworth at Get Decked. Visit Get Decked, Get Decked underscore VA on Instagram or Joey Dilworth on Facebook for more information on how to put your image, including show artwork, on a skate deck. Joey Dilworth at Get Decked. Hey, so Scott, um, the scene updates, dude, as we're kind of moving uh, forward with this episode, I don't, I didn't, you know, I saved some things. Um, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't save a lot, just kind of knowing we're going to talk here a lot about Black Friday. But uh, something that I did see is um, the kinfolk, 
they are doing a new show. Glenn and Dizzy, I believe, are involved in this one terminal takeover, and that's pretty cool. Pretty cool name, I would say. Oh, absolutely! I think it's going to be a blast. Uh, my wife won at the Spark Show the number one ticket for the terminal takeover, so I was like, I guess we're going to that. <laughs> Excellent! That's sick, dude. So I we'll be talking more about that. Um, also, I did see Justin Wyatt had posted that Brandon Burrell had shot his Mitsubishi Mighty Max at Southeast um, Mini Truck and Nats. Actually, he shot it before that, and it's in the new street trucks. Now, unfortunately, I haven't received my December issue, but my understanding is you've got Shulman's daughter's Ford on the cover, and you've got a uh, red and green themed, I think, throughout that episode that kind of ties into the holidays, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, they got uh, hers is on the cover. It says Santa's new sleigh. Um, there's a uh, a little white truck that's pretty cool in there too. I can't think of whose it is. Um, it's got the um, Mops Detroit Seal wheels on it. Okay. Um, whose truck is that? I'm trying to find. Bear with me. I'm trying to find it now. It's a little. Uh, Almost looks like a little Azuzu or something, but it's not. It's like a Scout. Have you seen that one yet? I don't know if I did. The little, it's a 69 Scout 800. Yeah, I don't um, think I saw that one yet. That's pretty cool. It's got the Detroit Steel wheels on it. Um, Randy and Sydney Weaver, I guess, out of Utah. Perfect oh. place for it. So Yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty it's pretty sweet. And then they've got, you know, showmans and there's some uh, Southern tradition show coverage in there industry trucks and everything. So there's a bunch of negative camera trucks in there and some other ones. Excellent. And that's pretty much all I think I see for the most part. Yeah. And I would tell people street trucks, mag.com as Brandon Burrell said during our SEMA wrap up issue or episode, you can uh, go and pick up one of these uh, issues on their website. And, of course, we're going to be talking more very soon about the January. I think it's going to be groundbreaking for street trucks. Uh, it's going to have a cover that we've never seen in the 20 – this is the 25th year of street trucks. I was talking to Brandon about that, and he was scratching his head, and he goes, yeah, you're right, 99 to 2024. Well, we're going into – so the January issue will be 2024. So pretty cool – you and I both know what's going to be on the cover for January 2024, and we're super stoked about that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. They haven't released it yet, but it's going to be awesome, and uh, I think everybody's going to like it, and I'll have to go out and go to the what the, the, the newsstands and extra, extra read all about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Bully Bob Mole had posted uh, that he wanted to give a shout-out to Tristan Mole. Jeff Rosenberger, a.k.a. Jizef, um, and Chris Jurgensen. They, uh, Matt Weathers as well, had went out and helped him out. My understanding is he's reacquired a Mazda. He got his old Tonneau cover back. And you know Billy Bob, who was inducted into the Mini Truck Hall of Fame this year for a builder, is not going to go um, not going to go too easy on this Mazda. We know he's... He's in it to win it, so uh, we wish him all the best, and I uh, can't wait to uh, to see what he has up his sleeves, even if it doesn't come right away. I know he's balancing multiple projects, and I certainly salute him for that. Yeah, for sure. He puts out some awesome stuff. Now, in addition to that, the few other things I think I can cover next week, the scene updates is brought to you by our kinfolk at Garage Gear Clothing. 
visit garagegearclothing.com for ways to save uh, on shipping. I think it's $100 order or more. You get free shipping. They have sport trucks, mini trucks, full sizes, dualies, you name it. Even a patina van on a shirt, garagegearclothing.com. Yeah, that, that that truck you had sent me over, Randy Weavers, that is pretty cool. Yeah, that thing is that thing's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, pretty cool. I love what they're doing over at Street Trucks. Uh, industry news is quick. Uh, I saw on one of my favorite sites, gmauthority.com, 2024 Chevy Silverado HD arriving in Australia, down under, and New Zealand in December. It kind of goes on to say back in November 2022, GM Authority reported on the debut of a new standalone uh, remanufacturing op in Australia to reconfigure the Silverado HD, among others, for sale in the market down there through General Motors. Uh, The 2024 Silverado will make its arrival in New Zealand very soon. And announced alongside the news of the launch of the GMC Yukon, in the Corvette E-Ray, right-hand drive 2024 Silverado HD units will begin to be configured at uh, the Victoria facility starting this month. So, dude, there you go. Tell Miggity Mike the mayor, sell his full size, order the 2500 yep. from down under, right-hand drive, build it full tilt, the tow vehicle, take that and banana hammock to SEMA 2024, dude. Hey man, if they make it in yellow, it's already a bonus, right? He can just Dude. he can be matching going right down the road, bro. He can get the t- the like instead of toe tag on his tag, he can get toe pig, and then he tag. then he can get toe tag on the Mazda and say he's coming to obliterate everyone, dude. That's it, going going suicide doors for everyone. Dude, you know how many points he's going to get? I mean, Eddie Gordy's going to be like, dude, he's going to be shaken if Mike does the the DeLorean doors, dude. Oh, for sure. I mean, all respect Absolutely. to Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Eddie's like, he's. I think he's already worried about Mike's rendering. You know what I mean? Well, you know Mike's going to take it next level. So when the going doors open up and then on the ground, it's going to show up bananas and right. sparkle and glitter and everything else from the floor. And it's going to say... Project Banana Hammock all over it. LEDs for sure. Sponsored by Our Lifestyle, the podcast. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Industry News is brought to you by our kinfolk at The Freaking Weekend. Uh, We recently talked about uh, on the show, The Freaking Weekend Show on Instagram. Uh, Come on out. Trip and team are doing the show. It's the freaking with an IN weekend and then show all together via Instagram. Uh, you saw that they've already announced for next year, the dates. That guy is flat out killing it on the, on the social media with all the stuff he's got going on. Yeah, he is. Have you uh, seen all the stuff they've got going on with the, the, the baby and the pre-registrations coming out January 19, 2024. Yeah. I he's mean, coming out. He's really, He's putting some effort in it for sure. He said he'll uppercut EBGD to the ground, dude. He's coming from my. <laughs> Let's start the Listen, beef man, right there's now. No, there's no competition at the top, just cooperation, my friend. <laughs> Harris Gulf Coast, Biloxi, Mississippi, September 20th, 21st, 22nd of 2024. Dates are already out there. Amplified Designs presents the freaking. Weekend, it's going to be insane. We're going to be out there. 
Okay. You're so coming this year, right? I'm going to be there. Um, and I'm, I am going to slow down next year. I, I say that every year, but I am going to slow down next year. But this is going to be a show that I, that I am going to make. So I got to be there. Perfect. Perfect. We can go get some seafood and ride around and just hang out and, and hang out and maybe do some, as long as we keep it, what, legal? Legal. Everything's got to be legal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little gambling, get get rich. Yeah. Some gas money on the way home. We'll be ready to go. Yep. Okay, so next we got just the show updates, and there's not a lot left for this year. I'll just round it out real quick. This weekend, we're going to have the Turkey uh, Rod Run, also known as the Turkey Run, whatever you want to call it. It's Daytona. It's technically Thanksgiving all the way through Sunday. It's a swap meet. It's a car show. It's a car corral. You go often, and I know so many of us in Florida love that event. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's inside the the whole inside of the Daytona International Speedway is pretty much full, uh, half with cars and half with stuff that you have to look at. It's like a train wreck, a bunch of used stuff. And, um, you know, bring your walking shoes, that's for sure. Definitely. The two weeks away is going to be the grand finale. So Craig Rowley and Rosalind, they do this show at the Civic Center in Homa, Louisiana. That's H-O-U-M-A, the grand finale on Facebook for more. But also where many of us are going to be, Scott, is the 9th, December 9th is the toy drop show and that is at lake square mall uh the toy drop show on facebook for more now you know goat and tank they've teamed up in the past on this one and of course it's for a good cause scott oh yeah aren't they doing uh raising donations for kids cancer foundation yeah and you can never go wrong with that um if you look up toy drop auto show on facebook they've got over a thousand followers. Um, it's toydropautoshow.com to register for the show. All of us at Florida Show Productions and the Kids Cancer Foundation, thank you for the continued support. Let's give the kids here a Christmas they will remember. If you want to register for inside parking, email us, Pixel Your Ride. They've got different uh, packages available in terms of uh, indoor, outdoor, that type of stuff. But about thirty bucks and uh, forty for inside, so very fair. Of course, we know it's around the holiday season, so I know it's tough for some to peel away from family stuff. But I would certainly say, get out there, Florida, if you can, and support the good cause. Um, nothing like ending the year with an awesome show. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure the weather's going to be nice. It'll be a good time. Come out and come out and hang out and see your friends for the last time of the year. Well, oh yeah. Unless you go to the Homa, as you call it. Home of Louisiana yep. to go see our boy Craig. Oh, yeah. A Rides by the River is a Tampa event. That's the third Saturday every month, so that'll be December 16th. We just went to the last last weekend. We went to uh, Rides by the River in the morning. There are also the last month, I know that they were a, uh, a toy drop location as well, so um, there's that. And then the last one I'll mention again, Eastbound Get Down Show. Dot com the 12th, 13th, and 14th of January. I don't know, Scott. I, I mean, dude, the playoffs, even if my team's not in it, I, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I Playoffs? Yeah, dude. Play, playoffs? We're just, hey, we're just trying to win a game, dude. We're just trying to get an episode out, Scott. <laughs> um, show- That's all we're doing. We're entertaining. <laughs> entertaining for Tim Gilbert because, you know, Tim Gilbert's got to get a shot out. He's going to be uh, riding the, the big brown 
delivering you guys' Christmas packages. Oh, yeah. The show updates is brought to you by our kinfolk at a magazine you may or may not have heard of, Local Rides with a Z, localridesmagazine.com. They have uh, a, a great website. When you go to their website, you can click on Shop. And right now, they do have some of their issues on sale um, as low as eight ninety nine. So uh, go check it out. They've got most of their issues are ten or ten ninety nine, but uh, it's a homegrown magazine. You've got Anchors Away, our mini truck of the year uh, for last year. Uh, great dude, uh, Anchors Away. Go check out the issue featuring Shane's Nissan Frontier. Look inside for more photos. Local Rides with a Z magazine. LocalRidesMagazine.com. Okay, the podcast updates. Okay, so we have a couple of new reviews. Thank you, guys. These are probably going back. I may have missed it. Love listening to you guys and the content and all the info. That's West, W-E-S-T, 59 Customs with an S. West, 59 Customs, amazing job, he says. We also have West Coast, mini trucking and jet boats for life. We think you do a great job, and we enjoy listening to your podcasts. Uh, your cover picture is awesome. Not only do we have a mini truck, we also have a jet boat, dude. And tell me that's not awesome, Scott. Oh, I've had a couple of jet boats. They're a lot of fun. Very dangerous, but a lot of fun. Yeah, Hank Norris gets in the jet boat from here and there, and uh, he peels uh, out. Absolutely. I don't know how he works the controls. His fingers don't work that good, but, man, he manages to get it done. Yeah, speaking of jet boats, this just popped up. I recently, maybe sometime this year, I stumbled across a channel called Fab Rats on YouTube, and it's amazing. They have the story, Fab Rats, two words, Um they even team up with a, a recent video with um, Vice Grip Garage. But uh, their channel was amazing. And when um, a lot of the water receded out in Arizona, they were able, they were, people were digging boats out of there that had been in the bottom of the, the water for 30 plus years. And they, they have this just oh, wow. amazing video where I don't want to give away the whole thing, but they bring a family back to show them their boat. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's, it's oh, pretty man. cool. So it's one of those channels, like, when I watch the video, I'm just like, man, I got to share this, dude. I mean, it's that good of stuff. It's good-hearted people. Dude, th- this is this is where they had me. They delivered a jet boat from Arizona to Georgia. They towed it behind a Lincoln Town car all the way there, dude. Oh, wow. And they narrate. They're in the car. They got the GoPros. It's a lot of fun. It just brings some smiles to your face, so it's good stuff. Oh, man. I've got one for you, too, when you get time. Do you follow uh, Boxa Diesel? No. Boxa no. underscore Diesel? Uh-uh. It's um, B-O-X-Z-A underscore Diesel, D-I-E-S-E-L. Okay. They put diesels in everything. They have, like, these gondola boats that they're running diesels in. <laughs> they got a Maverick out here that's supposedly got a diesel. They got, like, these people mover golf cart things that they're doing wheelies with. And, they're, shoot, there was one the other day There was a – a uh, semi that was stuck off the side of the road with a tandem trailer, and they use this four-wheel drive overseas truck with a diesel in it to pull it out. It was crazy. Damn, dude! I'll definitely check. You'll it have out. to check it out. Yeah, yeah, check it out. It's pretty cool. And they they pimp them all out and powder coat and paint everything, and they look pretty good. I was like, how do I get one of these motors? That's what I need. Oh yeah, and like Ooh. the next project, you know what I mean? Crew cab minis on the rise. 
that's that's the rumor on the streets. We'll see what happens. I told Mike the Mazda. I mean, I know no one knows this, but the Mazda's going crew cab, and it's coming for Mike too. He's gonna. I mean, you're coming. You're coming like Cactus Jack off the top chains. You know what I mean? The the fences. Oh, off the hell in the cell. Yeah. Absolutely. Hell in the cell. Big elbow drop off the hell in the cell. We are bringing it. That's speaking of sure. speaking of hell in the cell, let's give a huge shout out to to DJ Mays, dude. He just he just dropped uh, some new merch, and uh, it was DJ Mays Radio, M A Z E DJ Mays Radio dot com. What a good dude, man! Oh, absolutely. Wasn't it like um, hustle, loyalty, and respect, or something too? No, wait, hold on. It what was rise, rise and shine and grind. Money, yeah. power, respect. No, but it was rise and shine, hustle and grind. You know, that's why we have you because I can't. Rem- I can remember the idea of stuff, but I can't remember anything else. Chicken, chicken, slim, shady, hotter than a when the temp goes up in the Mercedes, you know, or something like that. That's it. Something about Beanie Babies or right. something. Right? Beanie Babies. There you go. See, we got to get you on Mike's <laughs> debut album. It's coming soon, guys. Podcast updates <laughs> brought to you by the kinfolk at Graphics Mafia. G-R-A-P-H-I-X Mafia.com If you need light design work If you need stickers Maybe you want to do a wrap on your vehicle Hit up Buddy and team at Graphics with an X Mafia.com Before we get to the Black Friday special Which I want to do now We got to do the Eastbound Get Down FAQ Frequently Asked Questions Scott, what do you think one of the top questions? Like if you're if you're if you're the mind of, you know, the Miggity Mike the Mayor or John Lopez, what do you think one of their top questions is? Ooh, the if you number had to one guess. question. It would have to be, can I pay the day of the show? That probably is one. And I think Mike said that he's willing to take money at any point. But right. I didn't know if you wanted a serious one or you wanted an off the wall one. Right, because that tie that dovetails right into the one that we got the other day. Because you know, I help Mike with some of the stuff that kind of comes into the Facebook group. But we're gonna have to check with Mike on this one because I don't know if he's gonna like this. But this person, I mean, you can't make this stuff up, Scott. He wanted to know because you know, like a lot of people back when shows were cash only, they kind of wanted to use a card or PayPal. But you know, that's like old right. school now. Like, what are some of the ways you've bought stuff? Like the legal oh, ones. Man. Like you know, illegal way. Then we barter and trade. Somebody did somebody try to bring in some chickens, right? <laughs> right, like you know, like think you know. There's the Venmos and there's the Dave app and there's there's all these like weird kind of ways to pay, right? But this person wants yeah, to know, sure. so we're gonna have to check with Mike, dude. They want to know if the, if if Mike and team are taking Bitcoin or NFT payments. Versus like a traditional oh, PayPal because they said they got a couple rides. They're coming from kind of far away, but they're looking to pay only those ways. That's the only way they spend money. They said was was one of them. Does one of them have like a station wagon, and <laughs> then has like a like the longest white Silverado you've ever seen? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna email him back right now and ask him. Uh, but I'm, I'm I just wonder if it was that guy. You know, they do the. They were they were supposed to do some wrestling with you guys yeah. last year. I think yeah. the competition, something like that. Yep, and I had to. Yeah, I did. I ended up doing the competition with um, Diggity Dom. Dom and I uh, went through the whole competition at uh, the Spark Show when we went out to eat. So we think now we've got all the thing the the, the issues ironed out. So you know our big thing is we got to have the competition at Eastbound, and then we got to get Smutfest kind of you know all that planning kind of figured out. 
Oh yeah, are you gonna do the Boone Games at Smutfest too, or? Yeah, it's gonna be Oct- I think October, mid October in Tampa. Biggest baddest car mid-Oct- show around, dude. It's gonna be a free show, bro. <laughs> You it's know. gonna be uh, the Florida, the best, best West Coast Florida show, Panhandle show. Yeah, we, no, I guess we can't, can't use that one. We got to come up with something else. We've got to slice and dice it somehow. You know, where's the Mason Dixon <laughs> line in Florida, anyways? Uh, you know, you could just say North North uh, Florida Cuba, I guess <laughs> <Right>. maybe. <laughs> the uh, Eastbound Get Down FAQ is brought to you by our kinfolk at C and S Metalworks, uh, Chris and team. I would tell people if you need parts for your build or you want to have your car bagged and you're out on the West Coast, look up CS or C underscore S underscore Metal Works with an S. C and S Metal Works. Um, and hit up Chris. He'll take care of you if you need bags or air suspension components. So, dude, listen, it took us way longer than I thought, so I apologize. But we're going to talk about Black Friday. And... You, I mean, you're a big Black Friday kind of guy, aren't you? Oh man, I've been uh, saving up uh, my my uh, farm fresh eggs and my chickens so that we can uh, <laughs> do trade. some barter and trading for that stuff. And um, no, no, I've been saving up my nickels and dimes. I'm ready to I'm ready to hear some of what you have so that I can spend more money efficiently. Well, dude, the only Black Friday deals I know are just going to be ourlifestylepodcast.com. You know what I mean? We're going to have the biggest sale. Of the season, dude. So fear not. Perfect. Well, I mean, I need that new. I need that new uh, Snoop Dogg inspired uh, uh, shirt that you guys were just yep. you debuted that you sent me. Yeah, and I'm hoping that we can get it also on a bandana, so we can get those printed as well. You know what I'm saying? So you know, we want to. What color is it going to be though? Well, can you do red and blue though? We got to be. Still, we got to be careful because you know. The the Crizips and the Blizzards, we don't want to be having any issues, you know. EB, you know, EBGD and Smutfest, you know, there could be issues, dude. Absolutely, we don't need no gang wars at Smutfest. Now, Black Friday, <laughs> Black Friday originated as an in-person shopping experience, but of course, Amazon Prime Day, Cyber Monday, things like that have have shifted the business. Now, we've talked about in the past here, typically each year I like to do a Black Friday special. It's getting harder and harder to do these because it's harder to find deals that are specific to Black Friday, Scott. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, the old adage, you know, Christmas in July. I mean, there were companies weeks and months ago that were offering Black Friday deals. Like, you can buy crazy deals on TVs all year long now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. TVs are cheap. I I saw something the other day that they have this new box where you can hook up four TVs and make one TV out of it. I was Dude. like, man, I need that. So, so that's why you need to buy four 75 inch TVs. Right. So you can make a whole wall of TV. Do you got the and smart, then for that you got the smart football VR? playoff thing? Yeah. That playoff thing you can do. You can watch all the games at once. Dude. Like on four 75 inch TVs. I'm just saying, I think that's what I think. I think Maddie would be in for it. Well, Mike's got a room in his house. Apparently, nobody's able to go in. It's like a VHS collection, and apparently, he's got some big TV in there or something. I don't know what that's about, but it's got some headset that he puts on. So, I mean, it kind of sounds weird, you know what I'm saying? But is that maybe what you're getting at? I thought he had like a Sony Trinitron or something (laughs) like that, right? Something, something. Now, Black Friday... (laughs) he plays Duck Hunt on it. Right. Now, BlackFriday.com and The... 
blackfriday.com. Both of those, I think, equally over the years have been kind of some go-to spots. You know, in the old days, I remember, I sound old saying this, but you, you probably remember you'd get the Sunday paper. <laughs> kidding, I don't even know where this is going from. The Sunday paper. But you'd look in the ad section, you'd have the Best Buy and the Circuit City, and you'd have all the ads, mm-hmm. and then you'd get to see the C&Ds that are coming out. Those days the are... Circuit City. <laughs> Scott, would you say those days are kind of long gone? Well, Circuit City is definitely long gone. So, yeah, there wasn't. You know what? I did get some ads in the mail today, and it came me. All I got today was, um, I think Mike Murray delivered. It was probably why he couldn't get on here. I got a, a Subway Subway coupons. I got some uh, uh, Burger King coupons, and then like I need a mattress or something. Is obviously what they think I need, and that's really and a pizza. That's really all the coupons they got. It was very sad and depressing. Well, like on BlackFriday.com, for instance, you can see all the ads, and these are the ads. The reason why I brought it up, I wasn't trying to like sound like an old fogey, but like they have all the ads on here that you used to see, like in the Sunday paper. And I guess I don't know. I mean, Scott. I mean, I still get the paper, don't you? Uh, you get the negative. New York Times or anything? No, no, I don't get any paper or news. Well, how do you get or, your news? Watch. How do you get your news, man? Um, from the OB, ODB live and uncut. No, <laughs> okay. that's where everybody gets it from. My man, I'm just checking. I mean, because dude, I got your binder right here. I mean, this is our annual that's review it. time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm getting ready. I mean, I've got my hand right here to start writing. So that's it. I I need to I need to up my binder because you know I got to up my worth. I got to. You know, I'm trying to, you know, this is my one chance to blow, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Like M said, and just know that we have upped you to the capo. Because so, you know, if you look at the mafia chart, you know, the capo is, you know, you want to be kind of in that role. And I think that's a good spot mm-hmm. for you, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, it. it's uh, I, I've already moved up. I, I didn't have to sit behind the cage this year. So. I got promoted on the way to LST. We didn't have to sit behind the cage like like criminals and tossing food through it. Right. Like animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I always have to <laughs> I always have to say capo because the actual word I always mess it up. Let me see if I can say it. Capo regime. And oh, it's man, I thought cap- you were gonna say capoeira. <laughs> I was like, we're doing that. Right. But it's just basically I can't really say it, but it's basically Capo is informally referred to as a captain or skipper or lieutenant. It's a leadership, you know, in the, kind of in the mafia world. You know, we're not we're not exactly like that, but you know, we kind of pull some of our stuff because we're storytellers here, right, Scott? Oh yeah, absolutely. We're storytellers. Absolutely. But, I'm now you've got me looking it up. I have no idea what this word is either. Yeah, ask. Don't bring it up about around Jenelise because I know she's got connections and stuff. So you know, you don't want to start <laughs> kind of unfolding there. But um, she got that uh, Cuban Puerto Rican mafia. <laughs> something. There'll be I'm, some. There'll be some West Side Story dancing going on before you know it. The point she's getting on her song, she's cutting for everyone, dude. I mean, she's doing better than most. So, but yeah. seriously, about Black Friday, um, in the automotive industry, there are ways to save really by. You know, any point of the year, um, like good guys, they offer different discounts and stuff. Now, Haggerty, I have Haggerty Insurance. But Haggerty Drivers Club is like $70 a year, and they offer a bunch of like exclusive percentage discounts and things like that. So there's different ways. Again, you know, when I think of Black Friday, I think of saving money, buying shit I don't need. But there are ways throughout the year to save money 
when you're looking to do so. Now, one of the biggest things I would say, Scott, a lot of times when you buy things from different companies or if you go to the website and it asks for your email address, if that's a brand that you trust and a brand that you tend to you don't want to do business with in the future, I always suggest jumping on their email list. And you recently even got some emails from some of those companies. Yeah, I got a couple emails today, that's for sure. And um, I don't know. Let's see. I think I got one for, what, 25% off at, let me double check and make sure it's where, ecsmagazine.com. There you go. doing a Black Friday deal for all 46 print issues. And then I got one for, they obviously know that my Mazda needs a bigger alternator because I keep getting alternator ads for JNS alternators. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing like 5%, I think, off something like that on their page. But, um, you know, and they powder coat them, make them pretty, make make whatever size alternator you need. What else? What else did you get? You got some emails too, didn't you, Jason? Yeah, I did, and I want to mention this. If you think about the way companies communicate with their fans or their customers and things like that, it really email is one of those biggest uh, key items, and, and I know I'm bad about always checking email. But I think this is the key. Around the holidays, if you're like me and maybe you have some of your notifications turned off, turn those on. Because if you think about some of the changes that like Facebook and Instagram have done with that whole meta crap, you basically end up where you don't get to see a lot of the stuff that you want to see on Facebook or Instagram unless you go and seek it and and search it and go, okay, what's going on with said company? So those emails that come out, you know, those companies like Dixon and things like that that do really great, um, you know, marketing, if you will, via email, that's one of their biggest avenues to reach you. Uh, if you've got an Apple Watch, a lot of times it's going to pop up. You get a new email. You turn your wrist. You're like, oh, look, so-and-so, OLP, whoever has got those deals. So that's the number one thing I would say from a Black Friday perspective, other than social media that we're going to talk about in a second, is the email aspect. But for instance, like Hammered Weekend Wear, right? They work, um, you know, we partner with them very well. Um, Adam Tripp had reached out just a little while ago. I know, Scott, you had reached out to him. But they're doing a uh, hammered Black Friday, and they're going to do up to 50% off, and their deals are going to start midweek, and it's going to be until they're gone. So, you know, you have some companies like like Hammered Weekend Wear that are doing some pretty lucrative ones, and I think I even got an email from them, so that was pretty cool. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, he told me he was going to reach out to you, so I was hoping he did. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Now, when you go, like if you're on Instagram right now um, and you type in AccuWare, AccuWare is another per, uh, another company we partnered with in the past, and they posted just a few days ago, and they said Black Friday coming soon. Black Friday deals are less than a week away. Get ready for some stellar deals from AccuWare and make the next Friday the best Friday ever. When you click on their profile, you can click on the following drop-down arrow, and then you can click add to favorites. And cool. you can also click on uh, the bell notification up at t- on top in the upper right corner, typically under where your yeah. little kind of uh, battery indicator is if you're using an iPhone. And you can have posts, stories, reels, and live videos uh, turned on. And that's key. Like if you were looking to buy AccuWare parts, um, or the same can be said about Airlift. 
turn those notifications on, especially around this week, because that's when you're going to get notified and it gives you an idea of what to expect for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Yeah, for sure, because I think Accuware's thing says they're going to announce the deal Thursday at 12 a.m., which I don't know who's going to be awake after eating all that turkey at Thursday night, but um, you probably need to wake up in the morning and find out what you're going to buy. No doubt. Airlift Performance, they also uh, posted earlier, um, actually in October, and they said, Happy Friday the 13th, tag a friend that needs Airlift Performance, up to 20% off air suspension and management, Lincoln Bio. So these companies have traditionally, those two are the bigger names, I think, in the the mini truck scene or the, the air suspension market, if you will. And over the years, they've had some pretty lucrative deals. A lot of times, even when Ryan was the point person over at AccuAir, shout out to Ryan, he's now at Airlift, he would even tell me that, hey, the stuff is so close to the vest. For a while, they weren't announcing it until Black Friday. So again, the comment that I made earlier, it is getting a little tougher to even be able to kind of find some of the information other than what we kind of shared. There's a couple of companies there that you could save some money with. And Scott, that stuff's not cheap. So even if it's 10 or 20, 25%, you're going to potentially save. That's a big savings. Yeah, you're going to save a couple hundred bucks. That's how I bought everything last year. Did you did you ever hear about the – I think someone somebody we know in the scene is going to work at uh, AccuAir. Oh, really? I didn't hear did you, about that. Did you hear about that? Uh, that's your, it's, it, no, he's one of your severed brothers. Damn, I didn't even hear that. It's uh that uh, that Max fella, the oh, Max Boule. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's well, a I think that's a done deal. I think he's already started there. Dude, so man, he's better start shipping some stuff over, you know, for giveaways. You know right. I mean? We might have to call him and get a discount and find out what to do, what's on sale. Exactly. <laughs> we should we should call him. I know uh, I'm not always on Facebook, so I miss some of that. Now, Devious Customs, Kinfolk, obviously he was on the last episode. Jeff typically has some lucrative deals as well. A lot of what his business has has been the last few years, as far as what I recall, is a lot of the Lincoln stuff. But certainly what I would tell you is you heard Jeff on the podcast. If you're ever looking to buy something that you need that you see on his website, um, go and um, hit hit him up. Call him and see what he's got going on. Now, Brandon Burrell... He chimed in our Facebook Airhead Nation group, and uh, I appreciate Brandon doing that. And, of course, street trucks, they're getting on the Black Friday train as well, and I certainly uh, appreciate him chiming in. Uh, Engagedmedia.store, or you can Google it, uh, they have up to 69% off street truck subscriptions. Uh, Print. And uh, digital was even cheaper. And then you've got a print in digital as well. Um, the cool thing about um, the the print is it's showing like 30 bucks, But print in digital is 42 So, you know, for a year, 24 issues is what they're saying, the duration. Um, I think that would be two years, but it says one year, 24 issues. Um, if it's only $42, that's a get- damn good deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's one thing for sure about street trucks. It's definitely affordable. It's the best way to get it is to subscribe because trying to find it at the grocery store is sometimes a challenge these days. Oh, yeah. You, know, you, you never know. Like, you know, some one of your buddies might be in it. He might have bought all the copies and then you can't get any. 
Exactly. It's kind of like your favorite smut magazine, you know? Like, you know, if Angela White's on the cover, you know, they're probably all sold out, let's be honest. Yeah, for sure. Now, I can't confirm minitruckandmag.net on what potential Black Friday deals that they'll have, but I would ask you guys, as this company continues to ramp up, visit minitruckandmag.net and uh, see that where they mentioned the return of the OG magazine. If you go under... Uh, merchandise. They have new stickers available. They also had uh, banners, but I think right now they're only selling the stickers, uh, which are five bucks, and they've got three different colors. So that would be a way uh, to support the cause as they continue to ramp up, Scott, for their new uh, venture. Oh man, I am so ready for that. I'm just a lot like everybody else. Just take my money. Take my money. Take my money. Now, I, I looked through my emails and I searched two words, Black Friday. I saw Summit Racing with holiday overdrive deals. Uh, SuperBrightLEDs.com. I bought from them in the past. They have Black Friday deals. Benpack. I had subscribed to their uh, list in the past when I was looking to get a lift. I ended up with one of those over the course of time. GoPro has some pretty lucrative Black Friday deals. Uh, a company called Bag Riders. Uh, they also had some pretty cool deals as well. So again, like I think the two biggest things, and I know this segment's going to be a little shorter than some of the segments earlier, but if you think about the easiest way for companies to communicate, like I said, it's going to be through email or through social media. But the A word algorithms is making it tougher for companies like us and other companies to reach you without paying, you know, these, these extreme prices to quote advertise, right? So they kind of play with these algorithms your views go down and things like that. So again, that's why you kind of have to have your eye to the email. But also, Scott, when you turn on those post notifications for those companies that you're possibly looking to buy from, that's going to help them get to you so you know what the deals are. Oh, for sure. For sure. You got to do it so you can save that money. Oh, yeah. For sure. Right now, it's money's hard to come by. You got to save it any chance you can get it for sure. Oh, yeah. Now, last but not least, Mike at Eastbound Get Down, I think they announced they're going to have a Black Friday. They're going to have a wristband deal. So you'll be able to get wristbands for as low as, I believe, $10. So that's pretty cool. And I would also look for other shows that continue to kind of offer some different things on Black Friday. It might be a special edition shirt. It might be something for their upcoming show. Um, it you know You just never know. Yeah, for sure. Now, I want to thank, uh, for the continued support, Lone Star Throwdown, uh, K-Dog, a.k.a. Kyle Fannin. He messaged me the other day and said, hey, ODB, we're under 100 days now. So at the time of this recording, Scott, we're about 90 days away uh, from Lone Star Throwdown 2024, which is in Conroe, Texas. And, of course, that's the 23rd, the 24th, and 25th every year or, you know, in 2024. But uh, typically, it's that same weekend in the month of February. So we're looking forward to that. Oh, man, it is. That's soon, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be coming quick. Now, if there was one thing for Christmas that you could get, and we know Christmas isn't about the getting, it's it's about the giving. I totally get that. But hypothetically, Scott, if you were to be able to get one thing for a truck, or whatever you're working on, what would it be, man? I mean, Case Genelise is listening. Oof, that's a that's a good question. I don't know. She's always mad at me because I don't I don't do a good job of getting out my Christmas list of everything that I need. Yeah. So and and I never really ask for anything that's expensive because I just 
I'd rather just buy it myself. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't know, man, maybe a super wing or something, you know, super wing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, one of those big lawnmower handles. No, I'm just kidding. I, um, I really have everything that I need for this other build other than the motor and transmission and stuff. So, um, we'll call up know, Boris. Maybe, machine uh, oh, oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Uh, sub, uh, subscription for hammered weekend wear. Oh yeah. There you go. Because, uh, yeah. they, they mentioned to me, Adam did that when you go to the website right now, that open enrollment period is there hammered weekend And do you know what you get when, when you order this? Let's see if you get it right. They're doing, they're doing shirts. They're doing, um, banners. They're doing, um, you get 12 shirts basically, or, or the, I think it's or 12 banners too, for the whole year. You can do a hoodie subscription. They have all different kinds of options over there in hammered weekend wear. Yeah, they do, and you get, uh, I think it's 24 technically because you end up getting, you know, because they drop two every time. I think they do. I think they do them every other month, though. Is yeah. it 12? So six times two. Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> I forget how many. But 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 it, but if you're right, that's why my closet's so full because I have so many hammered weekend wear shirts. <laughs> Between those and the and the negative camper shirts, I, I have no room for anything else. Well, I do have some OLP shirts, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, I think I'm wearing one right now. H-A-M-M-E-R-D, weekendwear.com, and scroll down on the front page, and you'll see right there where you can get in on the um, the deal. Good people. Um, I also want to thank Mini Nats. Mini Nats 30 is coming next year. Many of you know about it. We are, we're hearing so many people are excited to get the ticket, the golden ticket in, if you will. There's people coming from California and probably even further. Uh, I would encourage you guys, if you didn't get the approval, don't be upset. Come out to the show. Have a good time. Bring your ride. You can still park in or around the vicinity. And, Scott, they can still cruise. And arguably, cruising uh, is not a crime, number one. And, number two, it's a great time. So, I mean, it's, you're going to have just as much fun cruising up and down the strip. Oh, man. Yeah, you're definitely going to get just as much, especially probably even more show coverage and cruising than you would at the show. And I, I mean, they do a great job with all the, you know, the mini truck and magazines and the Brandon Burrells and everybody does great show work and Damien Davis and everybody does great work. And you know, Michelle Boone taking pictures and everything and posting everything up. But on, on the strip is where it's at at night. Um, everybody's running around cruising having a good time, slapping hands, hopping in people's trucks and going riding and riding with everybody. I know, I know you hop in and ride with, with everybody, don't you? I try. And I tell you what, one of my favorite rides was, um, when Brooke Hoover picked me up in the Ranger built by Jimmy's running customs and we just cruised up and down, man. And I kind of feel oh, like, man, Dominic was probably very, dis- was very upset. huh? Yeah. Diggity Dom was, he definitely was. Diggity Dom. <laughs> um, Ride with his lady. Yeah, and it's it, it's a lot of fun. I love just standing there watching the trucks go by. Like I'll, you guys will see me solo out there for an hour, two hours, three hours, getting all those videos because it's fun to me. I see him at the show, but then I get to see it cruise. It just really, really is awesome. So I can't thank Jason Bell and team enough. Of course, he's also has his brand. Uh, let's not forget Mini Truck 
Mini Truckers Union. Mini Truckers Union, and uh, they've got some super, super cool stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised if he was doing some Black Friday deals as well. So it's Mini Truckers Union, but it's also kind of full-size society. Uh, and, of course, Mini Nats all under that umbrella. Good kinfolk. Yeah, he's got, it. he's got it all covered, doesn't he? Yeah, he definitely does. Mm-hmm. So I think with that being said, you know, there's probably other things out there that we maybe forgot, but I think some of those tips will at least get you in the right direction. If you're looking for bags or you're looking for certain aspects of what you want and you have the money, around Black Friday can be a time to save that money and then some of the money can go towards other things that you're saving. Uh, So I would tip my cap to everybody out there and say thank you for listening all the way through if you did. Without further ado, we got to give them some West Coast legendary discussions with uh, Fosum. Fosum's in the building, one of my favorite hip-hop groups of all time. And trust me, if you haven't already, if you don't listen to Fosum or if you don't know who they are, look them up through Spotify or Pandora, however you find music. It's F-O-E-S-U-M. Let's ride into it, Scott. Any last words? Oh, man, just everybody stay safe this holiday season. Uh, have a good time eat some turkey and y'all have a blessed time thanks brother everybody again what Scott said have a happy Thanksgiving good Black Friday hopefully you guys like the new OLP drop stay on the rise and if we forgot something we'll hit you possibly we're looking at next week with the new episode I got it already in the works it's going to be awesome that's going to make three weeks in a row we at you Hey, hey, it's ODB. Thanks for listening all the way through. We're getting ready to roll into the audio now with the West Coast hip-hop legends, Fosum. Please stream their music, check it out, and make some purchases, however you may purchase music today if you can. And uh, salute to these guys for sitting down to do an interview with me, ODB, at OLP. This interview is brought to you by our title sponsor, Scraping the Coast. Their uh, 20-plus year event goes down every June in Biloxi. That show is in the Mini Truck Hall of Fame. Salute, rest in peace to our friend Greg Miller, and salute to the team at Custom Car Show Productions. Let's roll into this audio. Check us out at ourlifestylepodcast.com to buy merch and have a safe and happy Thanksgiving weekend. Stay on the rise, everyone. We at you. Yo, yo. So like I said, I'm super excited to sit down with some West Coast, in my opinion, royalty uh, to the podcast. They recently celebrated their 27th anniversary of their debut album. I think it was 27. We got to get to that. But uh, I want to thank you gentlemen for sitting down. Uh, Fosum, how you guys doing? Good, good. Real good. Thanks for having us too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And I want to make sure I got it right. It's uh, T-Dub, Eminemsta, and DJ Glaze. That's it. That's right. That said, you guys are in the building, and if you if you wouldn't mind just for a moment, if you guys just wanted to introduce yourselves, I know I kind of did that informal introduction, but I just want to make sure you guys uh, you know get your little intro in, whatever you guys want to say for yourselves. Maybe you guys kind of all grew up in or around Long Beach, I believe, right? Yes. What's going on out there? This is a big T-Dub representing the LBC, West Coast in the building. Yo, what up? This is Eminem, sir. What up? Shout out to everybody out there listening. We in the house. And this is DJ Glaze. I'm the beat maker of the group. I love it, man. I appreciate you guys for doing that. Now, I've been a long time hip-hop and G-Funk fan. 
and I know a lot of people ask this, but you know, how do you guys remember getting together back in the day? I know some of the players have kind of changed over the years, but you guys are a tight knit group. Do you guys have any early memories of when you guys came together back in the day? So we we grew up as uh as you know friends around the block in the neighborhood, and uh, me and Eminem started off as DJs. We we uh, had a DJ group with some other guys still on the neighborhood, and and Dub and his brother Trav. Um, they used to always hang with us too. So in high school, we, you know, we decided that, um, we kind of went from DJ into being rappers and that's kind of how it all started. We, you know, we recruited a few, a few people and we were kind of a clique and we were called back, back in the day, we were called perfection. Mm-hmm. That was the name. So, um, that was way before Folsom. Yes. Yeah. I got it. And, and RIP Travi Trav, right. Cause he passed away many years ago. Rest in peace. Yes. Yeah. 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 He was. Uh, we we kind of looked at him as the as the, the the fourth member, but the manager of the group too. You know, yeah. he was the he was the one. He was the push behind. Yes, that. indeed. So yeah. kept us in line. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you have to think about how proud he would be if you think about uh, you know artists. You, you all have seen so many people come and go. Some people are kind of staying at a short time. But to be in this, you know, let's call it 30 plus years, you guys have been out there hustling, doing the damn thing. And as you guys know, it's not easy to do, but, you know, we definitely salute you. Oh, yeah. 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 Travi Trav was the one with all the charisma. Yeah. You know, he was the one, he was the one. He was a big fan of Rick James and like Morris Day and the time and Prince. And even Kiss, actually. Yes. He had a collection of Kiss oh, dolls wow. and so he was really the one that kind of got me into music, and uh, and then but when we came together as as DJs in a group, uh, it was always comedy, man, because he would always try to keep us keep us in line. He was the older one, so he'd always keep Dub in line. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome, man. And I think back to when I was younger, and I remember watching Juice. You know, although it was the New York side, you know, where hip hop really grew, and this is the fiftieth year, of course, of hip hop. Uh, right. I always thought to myself, like seeing the DJing and stuff, I, something I always wanted to do. Of course, I never really had the opportunity, and I knew I wouldn't be good at it. But to me, it's kind of cool to hear that's how you kind of got your – that was the gateway drug, if you will, into the whole thing for you guys. It sounds like a little bit. Exactly. Now, many may not uh, – they may not realize, like in the early days, you guys, like you said, had some different members, um, and some became the twins, of course. Uh, yes, that was around the time that T Dub and, as we said, Travi Trav were brought into the mix. Now, do you, um, when you think about the transition that you guys made, to me, when I hear the music going all the way back to the debut album, to me, it's a perfect mix. Do you ever kind of say to yourself, "Wow, it worked out really good for us"? I actually think definitely it did. And just to touch, go back a little bit. The uh, the twins are actually my uh, first cousins. This is a T Dub uh, speaking. Got it. But yeah. I think it actually did because uh, DJ Glaze has an old soul, in my opinion, as well as, well as Eminem. The music-wise, they know what to really touch on that, that will sound good to the fans. That's what I feel. And it was, like you said, Glaze, is the, uh, he does the production. He came out with a lot of good tracks for us, and they all of them were really soulful at the time, like that G-Punk era type of thing. And he put it, he did, he did, his, he did his thing. You know, Glaze did his thing, and... That's how Perfection came together, and Eminem and Tito, we laid our lyrics on there, and it all came in hand in hand, and also with the help of uh, Tony G, mm-hmm. him coaching uh, DJ Glaze to do certain things on tracks and doing this, 
you know, it worked out. It worked out very well for us. And oh, yeah. still carrying. Hey. Yeah, and that's awesome about the twins. You know, listening to them kind of on the way home, and shout out to them. It, it's so crazy to me, and we'll talk a little bit more about the whole G funk sound and that genre. But it's so timeless. I think so many people that listen to it, you just go back immediately to the good times and, uh, you know, salute to them. And, of course, Dove Shack. There's a lot of different crews. But um, definitely it's one love for G-Funk. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. One thing I like about it is that, like, I think the Twins even have a song called Good Times, I think. They do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when we heard their album and, you know, when we've done music with them in the past, you know, it was – gangster rap it used to be before that gangster rap was always always kind of violent and you know talking about you know gang stuff and and jacking and stuff like that but it, it was the first time when g-phone came out you know out of long beach right that things were there was a um opportunity to be kind of smooth with it right be kind of chill and just have fun right and and you know a lot of music have it it was more melodical and uh even you know singing and stuff like that so it was just it was it was a nice change right it was uh kind of a, a a breath of fresh air oh so. yeah yeah and for context just you know to kind of put the line in the sand for people uh you guys go all the way back to and not to go down this whole you know trail but like even Suge Knight I've heard like in the early days right he was a bodyguard and there were things like that, but you—I mean, you guys were literally boots on the ground all the way back to like the pre-death row days. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The dude that um, that we came across that actually made our—you know—that had us change our name from Perfection to Folsom was um, Shug's partner. Yeah, uh, they both—they both were working security together. Yeah, uh, Big West, and we met them both at the same time. Yeah, so high school. Yeah, back when we were in high school. Yeah, and it's, to me, when we think about all the artists that have come from that area, you know, Compton and Long Beach and, and so many other uh, spots around there, it's just crazy. It was like a hotbed of, of talent, if you will, that just was ready to boil over and, and, and do the damn thing. But um, speaking of that, one thing that I've always been intrigued by, you know, is an album called The Chronic and uh, Solar, as we know, Sound of Los Angeles Records. They had ties to Suge and, of course, Death Row in those early days. Uh, hell, of course, we know that Chronic was actually recorded there as well. But you guys also recorded there, and that's what we're talking about today. How cool is it to know, like, when you think back to those early days, that you actually have roots in uh, the Solar Studio? When you, when you like, say, think about it, like, it's, like, historical, just to sit in there and, and think about that when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. And, because, yeah, that, that's true. We, we, did, we did do an album there. And that was like before, like like everything before all the death row stuff. And it's a kind of funny because we were kind of like, you know, we were new to the game. We're youngsters in the game, mm-hmm. so you know, West Big West gave us access to that studio, mm-hmm. and we were relying on, on a lot of producers to come in to um, to help us uh, record, right? So we were we were still kind of young, but yeah, there would be times where we would go in there in the evening, and then we would see raps from like. When when Dr. Dre and everybody uh, was in yeah, the studio, we would find we would find like wow. lyric sheets uh, from people you know from from songs that were off the Chronic. I should have kept some. <laughs> That's crazy, it. right? It's crazy. Yeah, I could have took them to Pawn Stars and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what's what's insane too is when you think about. I've seen photos. I think from there and Can Am, and 
it almost is mind blowing all these years later because it seems like it. You know, some people think it was like this big studio, but in some cases, it was like kind of tight quarters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a big studio at all. Yeah. And one one point two, actually, when we were recording one evening, Tupac came there. I was just about to tell you. Yeah, yeah. crazy. He walked right past. What's up, man? We were like, oh, what's going on, Pac? You know, yeah. And he went into the studio. And he yeah. seemed like he was freestyling for about an hour straight, man. I've never seen anything like it before in my life, man. Yeah. It's he, funny. It's funny though, because back then you don't, you you, you never knew what these people were going to exactly, become, right? Exactly. Yeah. And right. you don't want to, even if you knew of them, you don't want to be groupied out and be like, you know, you're too, you're Tupac. You know what right, I'm saying? It's right. Everybody, everybody was still in the stages of of kind of making themselves right making them what what they've been i mean and you know tupac is a legend but so. those are his early days he yeah. wasn't even tupac tupac yet right. i'm saying well, yeah, yeah just uh maybe an album one or two albums yeah. the crazy thing about it is so when, when he was there we were we were in the office the office was on the sixth floor and the studio's on the third floor and i remember big big west was like hey man you want to do a song with Pac? we was like yeah it's like come on let's go down so we get in the elevator we get down to the third floor where the studio is and, it, and it's like a glass building, so you can see in and out when people are coming down the street or whatever. And as soon as, as, soon as we get to the third floor where the studio is, we just seen them driving off. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and people forget, like Warren G, he's told some really good um, stories. But like one of my favorite tracks on the Thug Life uh, album is How Long Will They Mourn Me? And hey, Warren G, yeah, he talks about when he called Nate and he goes, yo, you got to get on this. And it's like, it's just crazy how music comes together, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, it's funny that you mentioned that song because to me, that's one of the best songs that he has, man. Yeah, I love that song. That's yeah, a dope song. yeah. Dog, and I could just put that album on, and it's it's too bad that they all didn't get a chance to record more. But it, it's mind blowing. It's a whole other topic. But twenty five years old, he had just turned twenty five, and he had recorded so much music. It's just insane. But um, that's for yeah. a, another episode. But now, this was always intriguing to me because us on the East Coast, even though. We became West Coast fans, believe it or not, through hearing like Ice T's and Easy E's and NWA's. And I've read that there was kind of a connection, somewhat, with Easy and Kevin Mitchell back in the day. Um, and and I know you mentioned like Tony G and Julio G, but can you talk a little bit about maybe that connection? Well, I think uh, first let me correct it. Kevin Mitchell actually was our manager. Okay. So he 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 got us our first record deal with uh, Atlantic Atlantic. Records with Atlantic Records, and then uh, he's 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 East Coast based too. Yeah, he's East Coast based, right? From the East Coast, from New York. So then uh, a couple a couple of guys that we know that were uh, bodyguards for Easy E got in contact with me one day because we were recording at Tony G's house. We're just doing music. Easy E took a liking to us what we were doing, and so one of the guys gave me a call one day and said, "How fast can you get Glaze and Eminem together?" So I says, no problem. So we go over there to Tony's house, and he's, he's outside waiting for us. Mm. So he wants to sign us actually to a contract. He wants us to sign with uh, uh, with Ruthless, uh, Ruthless Records because it was just going to be it was going to be us and uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony because mm-hmm. he was the whole roster to start up to make a new what he was doing. So that's what was going to happen. But unfortunately, he passed, and we weren't able to uh, you know do our thing with him. And I was. I was kind of heartbreaking. I want to see where this would have went if we do be able to do our music with Easy E. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and rest in peace, Easy. I mean, it's just amazing. Oh, yeah. The, you know, when I think back to some of the 
the forefathers of this, you know, whether you call it gangster rap or the West Coast movement, you know, with Ice-T and King-T and even Mixmaster Spade and some of these guys, you know, you can't mention those names without Easy, of course, in that mix. And he was always looking out, it seemed like, for that young talent. Right. They had a, um, in L.A., there was a, uh, uh, there was a show he had. It was called the Rufus Radio Show. And we used to always be on there. Ah, Julio okay. Z Radio. Right. So that that's another way. So we would like we would do the music, then bring it up there and they would play it and he took a liking to, to our, our stuff. Right. That's dope, man. Yeah, and I always heard that he had some epic pool parties. We'd see some of the photos and stuff in the magazines and stuff and he was you know, he was about that, you know, that that, that party life and having fun. Oh yeah. Now in the summer of ninety five, you know, kind of in that era, a little something something drops. And I imagine, I mean, to me, it's still kind of an anthem. I love putting the track on, but it had to have been just a good buzz to start hearing your track on the radio, all the hard work that you guys were putting in, uh, and that anthem drops. Yeah, definitely, man. When you, um, just from first hearing it, you know, you might be riding around in the car with different homies or something, and then, and then like, then like the your song comes on. And it's crazy, like, dang, you know, it's crazy, just a, it's a crazy feeling to feel that. Or also, we had a thing out here called um the box. Yes. And the box is like uh, the videos. You call, and you call in and, and you, you can request some videos. So here, like, they have boxes, like, like all over. Like, there'll be one in, in Long Beach, one in Compton, one in South Central, one in Inglewood. So it's all it's, it's all different ones with different numbers. Oh, uh, yeah. But ours stay lit up everywhere. It's like a video, <laughs> video jukebox. I yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yep. You go to somebody's house, go to somebody's house over here in South Central, it's on. Go to Inglewood, it's on there. Come back to Long Beach, it's on there. It's like all over the place. Yeah, and what's crazy is I re- <clears throat> we didn't have that here, but I knew of it because of people like Slick Rick when he would say, knock him out the box, Rick. And then we were always intrigued when we would hear certain things, and then we would try to research it at the infancy of like the internet and try to dig down those bunny holes. But it's crazy because I remember like when the Loonies first came on and we heard, you know, obviously Shock G was connected with them, but hearing that track on MTV, we had to run out and get the CD. So to your point, I mean, music, that's how it really spread back then. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty it crazy. Now, I'm into the 60s Lincolns, as you guys may know, um, the four-door convertibles. And I tell you, on a Saturday, I love to crank up the blue 64, put the top down, hit some switches. And when I put on your debut album and I listened to, like, In the Wind, dude, that's my joint right there, man. Yeah. yeah. That was that was made for that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That yeah. was made for convertibles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the feeling is good. It's like when I think of barbecues and cruising, no static, of course. You know, I I can't say this enough. We definitely salute you guys. And really, Bo Rock, let's be honest, he really laid it down as well. Yeah, man. His, his voice is... is it it just gets you in that mood, man. Yeah. It's like you want to smoke a cigar and drink some uh, <laughs> some cognac, you know. Yeah, you got a real voice, man. Yeah, that's it. Now, when the sun goes down, I like to throw on "Who Would Have Ever Thought" and just ride out. And I love when it says, you know, now if my memory is correct, I'm gonna take you back. And that track yeah. again is timeless because you could put it on now, and hey, you're, you're taking us back to the '90s. Yeah, that, it, I, I think that's another good thing about that era of music is a lot of that stuff is timeless. You know, you you, you can always play that kind of music. You'll always be able to play it, and you'll always be able to relate. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not dated. And you, you know, uh, several months back, people were talking about 
if they ever were to do, you know, this whole thing blew up with the whole verses and they were like, you know, trying to figure out who could, who could do verses. And I always thought to myself, like, you guys could really get on there and rock out because you have so many, you have so many hits, you have so many jams and being a big naughty by nature fan, I always thought to myself, like they were a little bit different because, you know, they had KG, then they had their hype man, uncle Vin rock. And then they have Tretch, the, you know, the, the amazing MC, but with you guys, I kind of, I kind of felt like you all played a part in with DJ Glaze laying it down, T Dub and Eminemsta. You guys were able to, to me, your catalog, which I want to talk a little bit more about. But I mean, it's it, it it's timeless catalog. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, that's the thing too is that um, whether whether you heard the first album, you know, because that was on a major label, or you've been following us ever since, and you've heard, you know, some of the the either the later stuff or even our second or third album, you know, we we try to keep the recipe the same, you know. Um, a lot of the music that we do, uh, like our first album, for example, it, it was all live. Instrument. I mean, the only thing that we programmed were the drums, and that's pretty much it. Um, they started off as they started off as samples, but you know, we had uh, we always brought in like dope bass players uh, we have a dope a real dope um keyboard player named ronnie king um he also played on a lot of the tupac records and uh, some kid frost stuff and uh so all of our all of those instruments that you're hearing on those albums are are live you know we don't we don't do like a lot of the midi stuff or you know a lot of the sequencing that that people do in computers nowadays it's a it's a complete all that stuff was recorded live to tape you know Oh, so yeah that's how you get that feel you know if you listen to the bass lines and stuff there's lots of changes there's get you know live guitars it's it's just fun filled oh so. yeah now i'm not an audio engineer one of my buddies paul he's really like a he's crazy in the car stereo stuff and we talk about you know how the things have changed a little bit but back in those days to your point with putting all of those different layers down on tape that's one of the important things of mixing and mastering an album, right? Because it's not like today you don't just pull an iPhone out and talk into it. It was a lot mm-hmm. of different layers, and that's what mixed it all together. Exactly, yeah. And we re- when we recorded our first album, um, we specifically requested they had two two studios at this place called Skip Skip Sailors, mm-hmm. and there was an A room and a B room, and the B room was the uh, the room that DJ Quick would normally work out wow. of. It was an old, um, if anybody, you know, knows about like recording consoles, it was an old Neve board and um, it gave just a really warm sound. So that's where we recorded our, our album was was using that that board. It was a, it was the B room because it was a cheaper room. But um, we we it wasn't it because sound. it wasn't the price. Yeah, it had nothing to do with the hourly rate. It, it was, was the sound. The it sound was the sound that you get out of it. So that's yeah. so. Yeah, and I remember even years ago when Quick was talking about like recording in I think Jim Henson's studio, and you know he's always like pushing the limits with certain things, and you just I, sometimes I feel like with newer music, I don't want to you know hate on it, but it's just like sometimes I feel like a lot of people don't put the amount of energy and time into it because it takes a, you know it's so easy to do now, I guess. But um, yeah, it's all mass produced kind of. You know, yeah, yeah. So. Now. I want to reinforce everyone. We're talking with Fosum, uh, F-O-E-S-U-M. Check them out via any streaming. If you can stream their content, their music, please do it. They're good peeps. Um, something that I thought was was key was you guys continue dropping music like the the Faux Fathers, the Lost Tapes, which I appreciate you guys doing that. You heard of us, what legends are made of, and various other compilations. 
Um, there's a lot of great joints mixed throughout all of these albums. And what I think, when I go back and listen to it, again, it brings me back to a better time, but I think the word for me is timeless. It's like I could put any of these on and ride out. Yeah, definitely. That's the kind of vibe and the feel that we want We want people to feel, you know, when we, when we do the music. Oh, yeah. You know, once you hear it, you know, it's like the corn cruise, you know. Oh, yeah. Or if you have banging out the, out the windows. Exactly. And have you guys ever been amazed at how much the car culture really just dovetails into music? Because if you think about, you know, rolling on wires or hitting switches or, you know, six deuces and six trays, and of course, easy really nailing down that term six foe, to me, it, it just all goes hand in hand. Right. Yeah. Well, the music that we make is is for the is for the the, the car, people that are in the in the rides, the low riders. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what we make our music for. I, I don't. When we're that's what we picture when we when we rap and when, when I'm making beats, right? Is what is it going to sound like in the car? Right. You know. So it's it's geared towards that. Oh yeah. Know? We. Yeah. So I'm 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 listening to the the bass and. Uh, you know um, the frequencies and everything to try to, to try to get the best out of your stereo system. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the G Function collaboration. I think with DJ AK, I thought that that was. I mean, I, I still stream this stuff all the time. The G Function was album that uh, we did with DJ AK in uh, in France. Very dope album. So uh, we wound up hooking up with him. Um, very dope talk boxer. Extremely the one of the one one of the tightest at at um, at uh doing the talk box. His beats are dope, are dope too. So also what we would do is like when we when we would go to tour to Europe, we would also go out there and we would we would look up with them, you know, and do music with them. Very dope. And they wanted to do an album, so we was like, all right, you know, let's do it. Let's do an album together. Yeah, that Cali Point two point again. You know, on the weekends, man, I, that's my go to joint right there. Yeah, we have we have a lot of stuff. God, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, and and that's that's one of the things I wanted to segue into because if you think about the impact of G Funk, all the way from Japan over the, you know across the pond and whatnot, it, it really to me it, it's not just of course a West Coast thing; it's worldwide. Definitely, I I remember I I still cannot remember who the artist was. Me and him were talking, and then he was telling me, says, you know, it's, it's it's so amazing how something that you created at home in your room took you from home all the way uh, when you got to the other side of the world. True, mm-hmm. you know, it's amazing. Yeah, and the way streaming is now, I know there's a lot of you know discussion about it, but I end up finding a lot of artists. I came across the guy Craig Craig Hitman Long, and he doesn't have a lot of monthly followers or listeners. But I found some of his music listening to um, Fosum Radio on Spotify or Apple Music. And, I mean, some of these jams are ones that, I mean, I'm playing all the time. And I think that's one benefit of it, that it is a little bit easier for the consumers to get. Uh, but I do realize that that's not always, you know, the best for the artists on the backside. Right. Mm, right. Now, in the early days or throughout the years that you guys have been performing together or as a, as a group... Um, I'm just curious for any of the three of you, what musicians or other hip hop artists have inspired you guys? I've always been like rap wise. I like um, lyrics. I've always been into lyrics. I'm a huge fan of uh, Gucci rap, Ice Cube, Scarface, Pac, and Tupac. There you go. Um, MC, you know what I'm saying I've always loved them from the beginning. But um, I come up, 
out of that, I'm I've always been like I've always liked that kind of style, those type of lyrics. One of the and I appreciate you sharing that. One of the first albums I remember buying when I was a teenager was um, Souls of Mischief. And it took me until years later to even realize they were kind of West Coast, right? Because they had that different vibe. And I think that's yeah, something so- that's important for people to know is like the West Coast does have a couple of different vibes, but I know it as like the G-Funk era. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, um, yeah, throughout throughout the West Coast, true, we have we do have different uh, different uh, um, styles. Definitely. Oh, yeah. And you gave a good example, Social Mystery. Definitely, definitely. Now, often Dre and even Warren G kind of get the lion's share of credit for kind of G-Funk. Um, often regarded, or I often look at, and we've read this online, you know, a lot about Above the Law, really kind of maybe being the forefathers of the G-Funk era. Are you guys ever amazed at how popular the genre really still is? I think um, when it comes to music, uh, the bottom line is good music. You know, wherever the music comes from. Good music will always last. And it's like that type of stuff. It pretty much hits your soul. Oh, you know? yeah. It's very soulful music, so it definitely hit, hits the soul. Yeah, there was um, an album, you know, because the way streaming stuff is, it's there, and then sometimes it's not. But um, I recently, I, I finally was on my to-do list to buy a compilation called The Playground. And, of course, um, you guys are on that uh, picture featuring XL Middleton and some other folks. But um, like when I listen, when I go to that that compilation and I think of like Bo Rock, there's a track on there, West Coast, right? And some of the tracks that we talked about that you guys have, like you said, it goes down to the music because I, I think if you're really a fan of it or you really embody the culture, it's like you could put a song on and like literally if you're getting goosebumps while you're listening and rolling, to me, that's like, hey, man, you love the, you know, it's like me. I love G-Funk, man. I can't get enough. That's right. Yeah. Now, I wanted to give a shout out. I don't know if you guys have ever worked with him, but I know that he's done a, his best job of really trying to keep the G-Funk era going as Shade Scheist. And I know he hasn't put out a lot of stuff lately, but I wanted to shout him out in case he happens to hear this because I think even along with you guys, have have just you know continuing to put out music. We don't always see that from our favorite groups, and I think that's something that's you know kind of reinforced to me why Fosum's one of the the true legends of the West Coast. You know, um, one thing that I I learned from from actually doing music is like fans they may they they may hear artists and then all of a sudden like 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 they might not they might not hear from them no more and they'd be like, yeah, I wonder what. But what I learned from doing music is just because you don't, you, just because you're not hearing that artist, don't mean that they're not doing music. They may be doing it somewhere else, Got like it. overseas. They're Got recording it. stuff over. Yeah, or they could be writing for other people and things like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. And something that I wanted to get—I I don't know if it's if it's Eminem stuff that that does the majority of the social media. But something I wanted to tip my cap to you guys and just see if you could speak to you a little bit. How important is it to connect with your fans or at least be posting on social media to you guys? I mean, we look at we look at all the people that follow us as not just fans, but like just homies, right? People that support us. So, I mean, this, that's why we make the music. We, you know, we do it for uh, people that, you know, grew up in the same types of neighborhoods that we grew up in, that grew up you know, in the same, same areas or, even, you know, just the same type of situations, you know, that can relate to us. So that's why, um, you know, it, we, we cherish all the fans that we have, you know, uh, wherever they're from, young or old or wherever, 
You know, it could what I'm be saying? on the other side of the world. Yeah, it doesn't really right. matter. Um, if they like our music, they can relate to us. They like the, the you know, the, what we're talking about, the lyrics, the beats, everything. You know, um, and they're 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 not just fans, man. They're our peoples. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yep. So. I have a few more questions, but I want to ask you guys this. Have you, um, does it ever amaze you what collectors are paying for some of the items like on eBay? Like when I look up trying to get some of the older Fosum stuff, that stuff ain't cheap, man. You know what's funny? I just saw a double album, a double vinyl of our Perfection album on sale for like $700. Yeah, and on eBay. And uh, I need to go in my garage and start looking for some records. I know. I always thought, like, if I was an artist and, you know, you think back and you go, man, if I had a time machine, man, what if I could have just got, like, a hundred of those and just kept them in the box? Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, collectors are buying stuff that's sealed now and all that. It's just madness. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I still collect records, man. As a matter of fact, I've been I've been record, shop, uh, record shopping a lot lately. So right. I'm trying to buy, um, what is it called, Morris Day. The the time, I'm uh, yeah. No, I got. I'm looking for the walk right now. That's why okay. I have the album with the walk on it. Right. And um, so yeah, I mean, I know it's gotten expensive and stuff, but there's nothing like, you know, picking up a, a an album, a, a CD, or a or a piece of vinyl and playing it from beginning to end the way it was supposed to be heard. Right. Because you know? right. I mean, it sucks to to be listening to an album and then your phone rings or you get a text message. Oh, uh, stop. <laughs> oh I know. Okay. My, my wife's like, what's this package here? And I'm like, oh, no, that's yeah. my buddy sending me there, something. Someone's at the door and, the, or the, you know, oh, the, blue, the Bluetooth starts skipping. And yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm rapping along with it and all of a sudden it just stops. The phone's <laughs> ringing. Uh, yeah, man. It's funny to hear it from you guys as well. Um, someone yeah. I had met was a guy named Kevin Donan as the record turns L.A., I had found him online when I went out there last year. Uh, he's down on Hollywood Boulevard, but he's a big record collector, and I guess he told me a bunch of cool stories about supplying some records to DJ Quick and things like that. I guess, you know, I'm not a producer, but I, I think sometimes it's crazy that some music, if a producer and, and you know, DJ Glaze might be able to, to chime in here, but I think sometimes people are looking for real clean copies of original albums if they want to sample stuff. But I guess uh, he's like a big supplier to different people for that 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 type of niche. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, it's uh, samples and and just uh, you know, a lot of times when you're looking for stuff, look for stuff everywhere. It could be on YouTube or you know, even Spotify or or, or vinyl records. But you're just looking for something to kind of spark an idea. Right. You know what I mean? Something to to, to get some inspiration uh, to start a song. So. That's usually where it comes from. Whether you snatch, you know, you, you flip a bass line or, you know, maybe it's a keys or, or even the hook of the song. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, just something off of that is, does it is it hard nowadays? Because, I mean, we've seen, I remember even back in the day, it was something with, like, Dre had made a beat and then somebody was like, no, it sounds like a Madonna song from 30 years ago and stuff like that. As a, as a crew or as a producer or as an artist these days, is there a lot of that stuff where like you upload stuff and then people are like, no, it sounds too much like this or you guys haven't really had to deal with that. We don't get a lot of that. I yeah. think, um, you know, I mean, I think for this new album, we might have some people that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that might, um, you know, have some something to say, but, um, but then again, I mean, we, we, we've already picked out a few tracks that, 
I think is going to fall directly in line with, with what we've been doing, you know what I'm saying, right. in the past. So right. it's not too far out in left field. But um, but we do want to try to, um, since it's 2023, I mean, you know, we do want to try some different styles and maybe, um, you know, um, experiment a little bit more, you know, get out of our comfort zone a little bit and, and do some other stuff. So, yeah, it, it'll, it'll definitely, I mean, what we basically what I'm saying is that we want to hit, um, we want to try to hit to get to the, get to the radio, right? Mm-hmm. We need some radio. Yeah. Yep. Whatever, whatever you, you consider your radio nowadays, you know, right. it's Apple music or, or the actual FM radio. Yeah, and some of my favorite artists, I sometimes wonder why they don't just try to come to your point with like maybe a radio radio friendly track, because yeah. you know you guys to me it, it would be it would be easier because you have so much good feel good music and stuff like that. So I I you know definitely uh, you know hope to see that for you guys. I know you're you're working hard on it, but I wanted to ask you about the new album. You know we've seen some hints in social media. I think you uh, guys as a crew have continued to do a great job in social media with getting stuff out, you know, sharing some behind the scenes stuff. But what what are you guys kind of cooking up? What's in the works? Um, you know, it's uh, that, that's top secret, man. Yeah, can't yeah. Really... I thought so. Yeah, way back kid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing is, I can tell you this. I mean, it's been a long time since we we've released an album, right? So, we know that there's a lot of people that are anticipating something very dope so um and we just got we all got back together recently you know this past year so um we're being very critical about what we're about to release um you know we we plan to record hopefully around 25 songs and then maybe pick the best 12 you know or 14 like that um we we will have to bring back bull rock if we can he'll be back yeah yeah yeah, and um, Tasha too, and and Tasha. Yeah, we always use Tasha on a lot of songs. So um, definitely them. But we're also looking for you know to collab with new people too. So if anybody is interested, you know, hit us up, and uh, you know maybe we can we can make a connection. So yeah, I'd encourage people yeah. hit up the website fo f o e s u m fosumofficial dot com. You guys have yeah. kind of given us a sneak peek of the name two thousand twenty fosum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, we all thought- right. I like that. Yeah, we thought that was appropriate, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people um, get confused. They're like, what is Folsom? What does Folsom mean? You know, it's just foursome, but Folsom. Yep. And so we hope that the the people that are slow will understand that, oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, Putting it, into that. Yeah, and it context. goes back to Travi Trav, right? And rest in peace to him. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, we... Um, we're working on it, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's going to be a dope album. We you know, we do, I'll tell you this, I want to do some uh some up tempo stuff, you know, a lot of stuff we do is in the 90 BPM something like that, but I want to get up to uh you know, some yin yang t- twins uh, right. uh speed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so we can cool. Some party, you know, some party music, right? So uh I want to do some a little some some faster stuff, so that's going to be interesting to see, you know. Yep, yep. Yeah, I heard an interview yeah. one time where Buster Rhymes was cooking some burgers for I think his son's birthday party, and he was sitting there asking his son's friend, like, you know, who who would you want me to um, to work with and things like that. And you know, you're thinking, man, you're Buster Rhymes, right? And and it was like him just trying to go, hey, you know, I want to connect with maybe a younger audience. So like, I totally get, you know, you trying to mix in different things. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, the last question I have before I ask if you guys have anything else to share, I appreciate you taking the time. I was curious, like, you know, talking about the new album, I've seen some behind-the-scenes stuff um, following Insta- on Instagram, Fosum Official. Does it make, in this day and age, 2023 and beyond, is it a little bit easier to record an album, you know, with technology the way it is? Uh, it seems like in the old days, you know, studio costs could be super high. And you guys are probably still, you know, I don't know what the situation is, but does it make it easier now with the technology if you want to lay down a verse, even if it's a reference track at home? Oh, yeah. It's it's so much easier. I mean, we, um, we you know, um, that's one thing I don't think people realize is that not only are you a musician, but you're also uh you know someone that's in that has to keep up with the technology right so also a little bit of science to all this and um you know we make it a point to stay on top of all the all the new gear and you know take advantage of everything so yeah i mean we were our you know back in the day we used to record big reels and two inch tape and then it went from you know to adats where mm-hmm. they look like v- vhs cassettes or beta max whatever they were and now everything is you know at home on the computer so um digital. yeah it's all digital the recording process is easier for us you know um the tough thing is getting you know um just talented people to help us put the, the album together right because mm-hmm. we, we always like to work with uh, musicians and stuff and um, sometimes it's a little tougher to get people to to come in right. so physically so, oh yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of stuff. I watched DJ Premier on um, YouTube, his series, and then I saw a video the other day with Jermaine Dupree. And it's so awesome that people like you, you, like yourselves, where you've been doing this a long time, right? You were boots on the ground. They pull out all of their old, you know, the the ADATs. I think they were right. The little they they look like the old floppy disks. But he, yeah. you know, and they slam those down and they go, man, this is th- this is my stuff. I made this stuff, you know, and they have it. And to me, that's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, it's it's too bad though because um, a lot of that old stuff, it's you know, it's considered analog yeah. stuff. Um, it would just take a, a lot more effort to um, to get all that stuff recorded onto your computer, mm-hmm. and then be able to um, you know to do the song. Whereas you can build everything on a computer, and I can take it and go to the park, or you know, throw it in the trunk of my car, and still make beats on the go. And, you know, just have a little keyboard or whatever and, and um, they'll get the same, you know, the, the same ideas down, right. I guess you could say. So. Yeah, who would have ever thunk it, man? It's just insane how far it's come. Yeah. Uh, T-Dub, Eminemsta, DJ Glaze, I just wanted to ask, like, do you guys have anything else you want to maybe share? Anything you want to plug? I'd like to say, well, first of all, thanks a lot for interviewing us, Jason. We really appreciate that. And you've been a longtime fan of us, and we really appreciate that. And uh, we just want the fans to know home and abroad that Folsom is coming. Actually, we never left. New album will be coming out next year sometime uh, fairly early in the year, so we just want to let everybody know that and follow us on Instagram. And DJ Glaze is back in the lab. Mm-hmm. He putting it together. Eminem and T-Dub putting the lyrics down, and DJ Glaze is too. And tell all your friends to, to follow us, you know what I'm saying? All of, our, all of our people that do follow us currently, tell all your friends and family to follow us you know, um, check out the merch that we have. You know, right. we don't just have Folsom stuff. We got West Coast stuff. We have some G-Funk stuff. So, you know, please support us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, FosomOfficial.com. You can go to shop. 
Uh, there's some pretty badass gear, including, <laughs> including I love the uh, Keep It Gangsta mug. Uh, some really cool <laughs> stuff you can check out there. I would encourage people share um, on Spotify. You can, if you're listening to a track and you love it, share it to your story. Uh, Spotify is really good about that. Uh, tag Fosum. And number one, even if uh, even if you just go there and hit Fosum and then hit Fosum Radio, it's going to play a lot of their tracks and other like-minded stuff. Some of the names we brought up today, Dove Shack, The Twins, you name it, West Coast Legends. I can't thank you guys enough for taking the time. It really means the world to me. But first and foremost, I just want everyone to know, go out there, stream the content. There's some real uh, musicians and hardcore guys here. So thank you guys so much. Yes, appreciate thank it. you very much. You, and also, um, I'm sure we'll be on, on tour sometime next year also. I can't wait. Yeah, I'll be there. Wherever I got to go, uh, I'll fly out. I'll do it. <laughs> I had to get your passport, Jason. <laughs> ah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I hear you, man. Hey, I appreciate and, you guys. And, and, you know, I really do. And for all your, and all your followers, Jason, that, um, you know, they have the dope, dope trucks and the dope Lincolns, man. Uh, make sure you tag us. I want to check them out. I want to see them. Exactly. We might use one for a video. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm going to get one of my Suicide Kings and the Raddies out in the West with Rusty and those guys. And I would tell other people, too, hey, last thing is use their music in your reels. A lot of us are picking, you know, a lot of people pick the same songs, and I love some of those songs, too. I love some Snoop. I love some Dre. I love, you know, all of that. But there's a lot more out there. Pick some Fosum songs for those reels. Show them some love, and that's going to help spread, the like, wildfire and, and, and basically introduce other people to their music. So... Uh, I wish you guys all the best. I really do, and uh, let's let's stream the hell out of your your music. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, Jason. Take care, man. Have a good day. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you.